This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast, the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. This podcast is our first step back in since, shit, before our bear hunt, where we're starting to get back to our normal schedule. All the boys back in studio um it, it's all down the pipe we're busy busy right now which is good no complaints uh we just found out uh the wisconsin show canceled we won't be there illinois deer and beer fest canceled won't be there so no more trade shows for us for the rest of this year kind of sucks we'll see you at ata show or we'll see you at nebraska right after ata show other than that um we have clearance sale going on Hang and bang shirts and trip and do 150 shirts. We have some new versions of both of those coming out and another new design will be hitting the store soon. Stay tuned for that. Um, man, this podcast was a ton of fun. We had Mr. Sam Gaylord and Johnny Utah in the studio talking everything old barn taxidermy. And if you appreciate hardworking people and true, just red blooded American businesses, old barn taxidermy is your spot. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Sam is honestly one of my favorite people of all time, I think. I just like that guy. He reminds me of one of the good old boys that I grew up hunting with that I learned um, how I learned how to hunt. So um, it's just kind of cool, you know, when you, when you run into good people. They're everywhere in the hunting game. So the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. People are texting me right now. I apologize. The podcast is uh, presented by HHA Sports. I'm shooting the regular Tetra. Steve shooting the regular Tetra. Doug and Eric are shooting the Tetra Max, and we're all shooting the Virtus uh, Rest. All lifetime warranty, all American made. Uh, basically, they've sourced out all Midwestern materials and companies and all that to basically make their products. So that's pretty cool too. And they support our veterans uh, with HHA USA. So check them out. Um, Scent Crusher. You know, right now. Our scent crusher, like room cleans and ozone goes and stuff like that, are working overtime. Coming into some of the fall hunts we have planned, uh, Eric and I are going on the antelope hunt. Eric, me, Eric, my old man, 
and the Buckstrom boys are going to be chasing antelope again. So we will be using them on that for sure because the wind's a mofo out there, um, especially on a wire antelope. So that will be a huge help. Um, Victory Arrows, I believe we're all going to shoot the RIP TKOs again this year. This is going to be my third or fourth year in a row shooting them. Love that arrow. I've never felt the need to change. I've never cussed my arrow ever in the time of shooting those. I switched from another brand to these um, to these arrows actually through Ross Bigger's recommendation. He had a little bow shop at, at the time, and I haven't looked back since, and that was before we were even partnered with them. So there was just a bonus that I already shot that arrow, bought those arrows, and became friends with them, and they're one of our partners. So super thankful for that. Uh, Victory Archery, check them out. The RIP TKO if you're in the market for new arrows. Good stuff. Um, Gator Outdoors, lifestyle brand, good people based out of Eastern Iowa. Um, Wade's due for a podcast. We keep saying that it's busy, busy out here. Check out GatorOutdoors.com. Elite Archery. So for all outdoor group products, um, Elite Scott. Even even if we're not sponsored by them, code WCB is twenty percent off. So you can get a brand new Elite Ember for like four hundred bucks out the door. Brand new bow. That's insane. It's perfect for you if you're looking for something new. It's a super adjustable bow if you want to get one of your youngsters that bow and have them grow into it. If your wife's on the fence about, you know, maybe getting into archery, that's the perfect type of bow to get her because if she's not that into it, crank it up. You got a second bow. You got a bow for your kids. You got a bow, whatever you want to do. It's it's versatile. It's pretty freaking cool. 400 bones, code WCB. It's pretty kick-ass. Um, big time. So... You better start thinking about fall food plots. I feel like I'm already behind the gun. Everyone that came to the shoot, I think, left with a bag or two of Big Time or more. Um, but if you didn't make it out to the shoot, if you've always been curious about Big Time Seed, code WCB2020. I should have that written down here, but I don't. Saves you 20% off food plot seed. Um, check it out. Buck Brunch, Last Stand, Can't Go Wrong, and the whole other line of food plot seed. Highly recommended. And if you have an Ace Hardware and they don't carry it, you can order it and have it shipped for free to an Ace Hardware. It's fucking badass. I don't know what else you want. Um, Hunter's Blend Coffee, helping us through our hunts, helping us through our work days. Um, super thankful for that crew. Good people there. Real good people. Damn good coffee, you might add. Um, Old Barn Taxidermy. Damn it. We're proud <laughs> proud partners with Old Barn Taxidermy. Can't even talk. I got so excited about it. Um but I don't really need to plug them because this whole episode's all about Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, but if you're in the area or you're near an outpost, that's right, they have an outpost and they have a shop in Colorado. Um, but if an outpost, basically, if you don't want to drive, drive to Fort Madison, Iowa, you look up where an outpost is, call them up, drop your shit off, Old Barn will have it. Um, Thermoseat and Can Cooker. Super thankful for all our partners. Um, and we are thankful for you for listening to the podcast. I am excited to get everybody back in studio uh, next week. We should be on our normal schedule. We had a lot of fun episodes on the docket this summer. We hope you enjoy. Hang in there. Shoot your bow. Um, take the time to do it now. That way you don't get to cuss yourself later. In the meantime, hope you enjoy these episodes. Hopefully we're helping you through your work day. We are feeling for you. If you're welding, grinding, working in a stagnant testing lab like I'm doing, any labor at all where you work outside or in a shop or anything hot, we feel for you. If you work in the AC, good for you, but you just can't fucking bitch about the weather. That's fair, right? That's fair. Untuck your shirt, relax a little, listen to the podcast, enjoy yourself. 
Um, the rest of us wage brains will sweat out knowledge and calories and we'll uh, gain it all back through Bush Light and other cheap gas station beer. It's what we do. Wage brains. Hope you enjoy the episode. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working class bow hunter. Working class hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 this one should be a fun one. We have some in-studio guests, um, Old Barn Taxidermy himself, Sam Gaylord's in studio. Thank you for coming, sir. Cool, cool. Glad to be here. And Mr. Johnny Utah's in the studio as well. Yes, he's raising, I think he's raising the roof right now. Raising yes. the roof. <laughs> yes, sir. And, so I haven't seen that since the 90s, I don't think. And Eric Hayman. I'm here. I'm here. No Steve, no, no Doug. Steve. We, we, we're no gonna have Steve a packed studio. Down. Steve might have COVID again. He's gonna be the dude to bring it back. So yeah. <laughs> we're giving him he a break. Yeah. He's the guy that has it three times. <laughs> yeah, he's he's complaining about getting benched, and it's like, well, how bad you want to kill a buck, man? That's so it. let's That's talk it. about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't you get COVID last time you were in Johnny? Yes, I did. Yeah. Hey, it's tough. <laughs> that was from Steve. It's tough out here. You just got to man up when you get on the podcast. That's hey, right. do you want to keep doing this outdoor content or not? That's it's part right. of the biz. Yeah. But uh, no, thanks for coming to the studio, guys. Right, man, I appreciate you having me. Sam, I know we talked about doing a podcast with you guys for, I mean, shit, for a while now. Long time. It's well overdue, I can say that. Well yeah. overdue. Um, I think it's perfect timing, though. Because I just was there picking up deer and yeah. dropping off a bear. Beautiful bear. Thank you. Holy crap, man. Dude, I, uh, I'm i still on cloud nine. I'm sure everyone's probably tired well, of me talking you'll, about you'll it. You'll never come off cloud nine. No, no. no. I'm so thankful. Oh, I really that's am. amazing. It's kind of like sitting in this chair I'm sitting in, you know? You feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't got to butter it up more <laughs> <Yeah>. than it. <laughs> yeah. But no, I am super thankful. But I, th- <laughs> I, I thought that the timing of it all, it was perfect because... I got to pick up deer, finished products yeah. from your guys' shop, and then drop an animal off that I don't have yet in my taxidermy collection. And that, it kind of like resets your taxidermy, uh, I guess, I don't, I don't know what word I'm looking for. Your compass. Your compass. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, like concerns on you don't really know what you want, you don't know what you need, right. you don't know... You don't have an idea on what it will look like when it's done. Um, deer, I have enough deer heads. I kind of have an idea on like what it could look like and what I want out of a deer and all that stuff. Right. Well, coming in with a bear, I don't, I don't know any of that. Right. Um, and then bears, you can just make them do anything. I mean, you know, we like to get in your head. 
I, I yeah. love it when we come in, we talk about stories and where you're going to put it. You know, just like coming to your house, I get to see where you're going to put it. This is working it, out know? great. <laughs> yeah. So I get to say, well, you know, if if we need to be on this wall, we need to be doing this or doing that. I mean, right. it's, yeah. it's definitely, you know, about getting that personality and, and getting the most bang out of your buck. Yeah. Before we For get sure. too deep in this, should we... You want us to tell us who you are and like yeah. how you kind of got old Well, I'm barn, really nobody. How you got Old Barn started and all that shit? <laughs> yeah. Great work, Eric. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I started Old Barn. I've actually been in the taxidermy industry since 1993. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got was in, three. Got, got into it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was – oh, I'm not going to tell you. but It, does it? it, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I was a little older than that, but, you know. You're just a boy, though. I was a boy. <laughs> a boy in a man's body, baby. Still am, I think. <laughs> Anyhow, no, I had an ex-wife that was a tremendous artist, mm-hmm. and uh, she had had a, a job that was just amazing. Lost that job through a merger with the company, and we were sitting around saying, "What are we going to do?" You know, and mm-hmm. at the time we'd saved a bunch of money because you know we we knew that it couldn't always be this great. You know? Yeah, right. So uh, we got checking around, and she actually uh, decided to be a taxidermist. I mean. Uh, we sent her up to school. Uh, there's a school up in northwest Iowa, mm-hmm. and she went up there for nine weeks. And I kind of lived it through her eyes for years and years and years. Yeah. And then 2006-ish, I'm guessing, uh, we just had a life change. Uh, we kind of grew different directions. Mm-hmm. You know, shit happens. Yeah. You yep. know? And uh, I'm sitting there. I lost my house and my truck and Everything, my family, everything went away. But you know, I, I start scratching my head. Shit, I just lost my taxidermist. You know, <laughs> right? So that uh, was the one thing that stuck. Out. Yeah, yeah. You know, here, here's a guy who loves to kill stuff, and now I don't have a taxidermist to do my stuff. But uh, I'd lived it through her eyes, even though I had never done any of it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I made a phone call to one of our mutual friends and said, "Hey, dude, you know, if I bring up some deer, will you kind of walk me through this process? You know, I've seen it a." thousand times but right I yeah never literally did it and you know he said yeah come on up so that first year i took like three four deer heads just called buddies up you know and mm-hmm. you know they took a chance and hoping that it wasn't gonna be gag me ugly <laughs> and uh went to my buddy and he said you know after the first two he said you got this dude i mean you know you kind of you kind of know what's going on got into the pattern of it and yeah yeah you know and i'd seen so much of it that you know i just needed to get that hands-on to see you know how to actually implement what I'd watched all those years. So sure. it worked out good. It worked out good. Uh, I didn't ever think I could do it. You know, I'm not. Really? I'm not artistic at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just. I can't even draw a stick, man. You okay, you're, <laughs> you're you're probably giving a lot of guys hope. Yeah. Right now, a little bit because yeah. I know. Yeah, because I because I'm not I'm not the smartest guy in the world. You know, I'm not the, not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> you got to work a little harder. Yeah, I got to work a little harder. And stuff. <laughs> right. and then I met Johnny, and it all come twofold you know <laughs> Every, <laughs> everything just started at that wage brain yeah yeah the wage brain is what i like to call yeah, it yeah yeah i got well, i got a man crush and we've been together ever since yeah it's yeah. adorable you guys are a great couple we are we're are. cute together you we? are cute it is yeah, yeah i mean we're uh you know we celebrated our first year yeah you know well, i'm proud of you guys yeah. this is good yeah, it was <laughs> nice. It was nice. a nice date and yeah yeah, yeah. He, he brought me a gift today yeah. did he yeah okay. yeah, yeah. You got them new grunt calls. You, yeah. You, man, I Those know you guys are awesome. Got, them things are the bomb. Let's not leave the podcast without talking about that yeah, before this yeah, episode's yeah, over. Yeah, for sure. Um, so cool. Like, you you basically took a bad situation, more or less, and turned it around for the better, right? Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, what I thought was probably the worst thing that could happen to me, I was, you know, mid-40s when that was going on. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, what am I going to do here, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, turned around and it ended up being it's, it's going to be a nice 
ending of my career. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I can't see myself doing anything other than this now. I mean, yeah. it's something I just love. I'm, I'm passionate about it. Uh, it's it's the people. I love the people. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I love meeting guys and gals and reliving them stories. And yeah. Kind of like your your podcast. I mean, you know, it's, exactly. it's something you really guys really like and embrace. Sure. And, For sure. So you learn taxidermy. You get that all flipped around. You, I mean, I'm sure right out the gate it's your passion, right? You're a hunter, oh, yeah. and then taxidermy yeah. is like the coolest thing. So yeah, everybody wants to be a taxidermist, <clears throat> right? I mean, yeah, to some extent you, for sure. You, you you did some taxidermy classes, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I did a fun. game head course with Joe Meter in Solon, Iowa, um, yeah. right out of college. Joe's the man, and dude, he is Mister Whitetail. It was intimidating, man. It yeah. was intense, and you know, I had some experience, and that was my plan is to be a taxidermist out. You know, when I got done with that, and yeah. that's how I met Mark Reif, and. Um, yeah, he Mark does beautiful work. Yeah, that's, you know that's the first work I got to see here. At his yeah, house, man, it's nice stuff. Great taxidermist, he is. He's real good, um, and a great dude too. You know, yeah. it's, we hit it off real well. Just I kind of just did winter apprentices when I was laid off from my other job and right. helped him out, and it just was, turned out to be one of those things that I just never dove dove hard for it. Um, I had intentions to, but it just didn't. And well, then I always could too, like later on, you know, of course. Yeah. But I think you know, like today, taxidermy. There's taxidermy schools everywhere, mm-hmm. and I think if you went in there and actually did like a post taxidermy school look at the the students, I bet one out of five is not a taxidermist. I would say that too. Yeah, I, you I, know, it, it, people are passionate <clears throat> about it. They want it. Yeah. Then they figure out it's freaking work. It's right. it's a lot right. of work, and it's. I know I I could probably stumble my way through a deer head. Oh yeah, but you know, and then I got more experience helping Mark and stuff like that. But I wouldn't have the confidence to do one for a customer or something like that. Right, you know, right. um, and I wanted to have like the the correct facility to dive into it and all that. But it's you know I'm making excuses. Blah blah blah. Right. You know, maybe one day I'll jump into it. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But well, I got a place for you down there. Well, you know, and we'll see what happens. I always need help. When, when John my, helps me all the time. When my wife leaves me, I'll probably hit you up and come down. And <laughs> when you have that midlife there's, crisis, there's, there's life. There's life after the wife leaving. I'm telling you, <laughs> right? Right. So, so you start doing taxidermy. So, how long before you have a shop from that point? Oh, you know, I I was working construction at the time. Actually, I, I owned a large construction company and. Uh, we had like 280 employees. I was in Damn. three states. Whoa. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it was in 09 when all that housing garbage was going on. And yep. we, we weren't actually a house builder. I, I, I actually, I owned a company, did housing, but it was clear separate of this big company. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we just signed a huge contract to take over the whole state of New Mexico as a, as a phone guy. Yeah. You know, we had like show up times. We had to be with there in three hours. So, I mean, it took a lot of resources. Yeah. So we'd opened up five branch offices. I'd hired about a hundred people, uh, down there and life was good. I mean, it was rolling re- really good. I signed that contract in June to be shovel ready January one, June of the following year. Life is good. I'm rolling down the road listening to the local radio, and I hear they got bought out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just near shit my pants. That's how you had to find out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was – it was horrible. So I called procurement. Them guys were in Denver, and, you know, and I'd been working for this company for like 15 years as, yeah. as a general contract in all of Iowa and Nebraska, right? So mm-hmm. I knew these guys. Like, I went to their kids' graduation parties and stuff. Right, you know? right. Call them up. So why didn't anybody tell me? I was mean, you guys let me just invest all this money. And I said, well, we were in a gag order, man. We couldn't tell you. But your contract's good. It's good. You're fine. Uh-huh. 
Well, my contract was good, but everybody I'd worked with for 15 years took their golden parachute and left. Right, left of course. Their, yeah, left a bunch of kids that couldn't allocate work or, or get, you know, invoices through. Yeah, yeah. So I literally went from invoicing this huge amount every week to this little bitty amount. And, of course, I got this huge-ass payroll. Right, know? right. So I got my banks together, and one of them little banks was bought a bunch of loans on the bad on the East Coast during mm-hmm. that housing thing. And they yeah. were failing, and they got chicken shit on me and next thing you know i'm broke yeah oh yeah it was worse it was you know here i'd lost my wife right before that and now i lost my business and god damn man yeah it was pretty crazy it was crazy but and i'd gotten remarried in the middle of all this so couldn't even imagine all that shit yeah it was pretty depressing for a few days and that's when you for know a few days <laughs> well that's when you know you found a good woman because she married you oh, at the uh, bottom you know that's right? true that's well, true well, no here's the deal she married me when i was on top and she took me to the bottom or rode with me to the bottom <laughs> right and everybody you know the whole town i'm from a little town they're like oh, you know she married him for his money you know because i had money yeah I, you know I maybe wasn't rich but i was pretty good off at the time you know? yeah yeah like uh, well, they, right, yeah. They found out it was other things that she stayed with me for. Well, of course. We won't, maybe <laughs> we won't, get, we'll we won't get, we won't get into that. My goodness, you're a tripod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like hammer time, right? <laughs> yeah. See, that's the era I'm from, hammer time. <laughs> I, I had the old Austin Powers reference on that. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's uh, Okay, so. Anyhow, anyhow well, I, let you, me ask you this. Did, were you, I mean, you seem like a positive. Like you're always looking at the positive. That's how I was it. not positive in that time in my life. Right? How could you be for a little no. bit there? You know. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, you had the will to like make it out and and yeah. get push, back on push your forward. Feet. Yeah. Yeah. Push forward. I have been blessed to be able to look through situations and make money. I mean, yeah. that's just the way. You know, that's how I grew that business that big. You know, and not only did I have that business, I owned a car dealership because I had 280 my own vehicles, so I might as well be buying them for myself, right? Right. 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 So then I had 280 idiots wrecking my trucks. So guess what? I had to have a body shop, right? So might as well fix my own <laughs> stuff, right? So I poured all this concrete for these other companies. Like, well, I might as well own the concrete company. So, I mean, I had five businesses that all tied to that one business. No kidding. Yeah, but I did find out something. Never be the guarantor for all your businesses. <laughs> right. <laughs> split that around because when they take it, they take it all, you know. They, right, they right, want, right. They, they want everything. Man, that's so. that's fascinating to me, that mindset, because – like we have this business, yeah, and that's where I've, we've learned of, of a lot of. We can't keep track of two people, let alone that many, right? You know, but <laughs> well, I can't either. I hire good people, <laughs> but it would be. I think I could be good at any business that I dive into and want to care about, and that's that's the key, right? I want you, to care about you, this. You have to be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you sure. guys are passionate. Look at John here. You know, he works all the time. You got to be passionate about yeah. what you do if you want to be successful. For sure, you know, and I guess you know I work at John Deere's my day job, and when I leave John Deere, I don't give a fuck about combines. No. But you know, I guess if it was my combine shop, yeah, yeah, I'd be a little, I'd be singing a little different tune. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> you know, I'd be yeah. really passionate about combines because it's going to make me money, whatever. But anyway, so all this tanks, and you're you're basically looking. Yeah, I'm sitting there thinking, what am I going to do? You know, and actually, I had a local guy, uh, an old friend of mine, who's a huge investor i mean he he loves to invest in in people mm-hmm. he called me and he said sammy what happened and i told him you know same story i just told you guys you know yeah. we were going good and all of a sudden we weren't i mean it's just it happened in six weeks i mean literally oh. literally went from businessman of the year to broke in six week period you know to this four-eyed devil that lost everything because mm-hmm. you know? people don't understand yeah you right know? They, the people that 
from the outside looking in, you know, they don't they don't get it. But anyhow, yeah. this, this guy kind of got a hold of me. He said, "Can we at least save the local jobs?" He said, "I'll I'll invest in you." And so I went home and Linda, my wife, you know, love her to death, and we're sitting there. And we said, well, what are we going to do? And she says, "What are you going to do? You don't know anything else, mm-hmm. you know." And I'm like, well, shit, you know. So <laughs> next day, I built a business model around twenty jobs and and you know having a small. Telephone, telephone communications contracting company right there. Mm-hmm. And he invested. He, he wrote me a large check, said, go get what you need. Um, and I kind of did on a handshake just a three-year-and-out thing. Yeah. I told him I'll do it for three years. And in the three, I wanted to be done. At that point, you know, I sat back. I had already, you know, been doing these deer heads, you know, and doing that as my hobby, you know, just right. kind of. That, that, I think by then I was taking like 35, 40 maybe. Yeah, that's a you pile. Know, yeah, and just, just enjoying it. And I told Linda, I said, you know, I think, you know, I could build this taxidermy business. We'll just use the the business mentality of the big business yeah. and mm-hmm. all the way we track things and everything we do. And let's let's put that into, you know, this industry over here and do something different. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm that guy. I don't, I never know where to be satisfied. So, you That's know, a good thing probably, yeah, right? you know, and I'm a chaser. I like to chase. And, you know, we've grown that into quite a business today. I mean, we've got 20 full-time employees. we got two full-time locations, one in Iowa, one in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got several major drop-off locations. We're over there in Rockford, Illinois at, at yeah. GotDeerDown.com. He's, he's a huge uh, wild game processing center. Um, yeah, yeah. And I've got a lot of what we call Old Barn Outposts just around different places. So, Great yeah. idea, by That's the way. awesome idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, you know, with taxidermy to be – really really successful and have a nice business you just cannot get it locally right and most of the big taxidermy firms that are that are large large they're chasing them one percent money yeah you know Mm -hmm. they got they're doing the international stuff they're doing the you know yeah yeah the corporate john deere guy yeah the the, the john deere executive who makes six hundred thousand or 1.6 million dollars a year yep i've never chased that guy I don't want to chase that guy. I, I got a couple of them just because of circumstances. We do yeah. really nice work, and I knew them. Well, of course, sure. right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, look at you guys. You know, I got I got this corporate account here. You know, <laughs> right. This is freaking. I mean, this hey, is you know, I got the one. He's about to spit my beer out. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Barry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, I I never chase that. That I don't go to SCIs. I don't I don't do that. You know, I chase the local. The local working man. That's cool. That is awesome. I like that. And I'm making a good living with it. I mean, you know, we like I said, we got this thing up. We're running 20 folks, and you know, we're doing almost 400 game heads a year, which is not freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, We own a tannery. Um, That just kind of spun off right in the very beginning. I didn't think I could get enough taxidermy work to be full time. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, and and I knew the industry because of my ex wife, you know, and I was always, I was, you're always in it. Yeah, I was the husband at the shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she was very, she still is, she's very talented. So she was a big award winner. Yeah. So everywhere we went, everybody knew her. Well, you know, I I got that drag along because I was, yeah, yeah. Sam, you know, I was, you know, I was the fun guy in the back drinking all the beer, you know. Fun guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, so anyhow, I, I, I knew if I started this tannery, that I could tan for a bunch of these guys. Yeah. that's the nasty part of the business. Yep. That's and there's taken, not a lot of them around, correct? There's not a lot of small ones. You know, most most of the tanneries are very, very large, the mm-hmm. successful ones. Mm-hmm. You know, they do 80,000, 90,000 skins a year, and we're doing 8,000. So, you right. know, what we do is we get to know the people we work for, and, you know, we can customize it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, 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 they're not a number. You can name. build that personal relationship yeah, with them. Yeah, and when and, and the way we 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 
market the stuff and the way we store it and the way we we market in our bins, we can go get your hideout, Eric, for John's taxidermy. I mean, we know where Eric's hides is, you right. know. So, mm-hmm. so when Eric's bitching to John, he can call me and say, "Hey, man, you gotta get me this guy's hide. You know, we can get that out quick." Sure. So, yeah, it's just a neat service. It's 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 a neat. It's a niche market. Well, it's better for in. you. It's better for that taxidermist. It's better for the customer. Oh, 100%. 100%. And right now we got, we're got we working for 400 other taxidermists. That is impressive. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's cool. That is very cool. So you could have a taxidermist in, or in wherever, and I'm talking to a listener right now. Your yeah. taxidermist could go through Old Barn. You, in yeah. a way, could already be a customer of Old Barn Taxidermy. You might not have known it. Yeah, we this year we have done 8,000 deer scalps for capes. <laughs> wow. So eight thousand, you know, Good and out of them eight thousand, we probably will do three hundred of those ourselves. So I mean, there's seven thousand seven hundred <laughs> other going out there or other the hunters that that's got our work. That is very very cool, man. Yeah. It is very cool, and, and it's impressive because we've all been there, you know, and seen the tannery and got to see get a tour of your guys' facility sure. in Fort Madison, it's Iowa. Impressive, and yeah. it is impressive. It's so cool to see, you know, because I didn't really understand the volume of it and how it all worked until I was there to see it and talking to you. It's fun. Crazy. It is. Yeah. It's cool to see. It's bizarre. And you got some good, good people working for you too. Dude, I'm so blessed. I mean, you know, my whole family works there. My youngest son, he's, he's our customer service guy. My oldest son, he, he runs the tannery. Oh, he's the operations manager. Yep. He's the one that took us on the tour. Yeah. 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 My daughter, she works part time in our ruggery. I mean, we do for them bear rugs. We do five every week. So, I mean, three every week. So we're doing, you know, 150 bear rugs. I got a nice detailed tour of that, uh, last week, I think. Yeah. Well, what time this airs, whatever, but a week before you came in or whatever. And it's just cool, man. It is cool, isn't it? It's it's big stretching tables. And- yeah, that's the thing. Is it, I still want to talk about the business stuff before we get into like the a little more detailed stuff. But uh, yeah, j- just the the setup is impressive. Yeah, um, because I've gone to a pile of different taxidermists since I was younger, you know, and I've seen taxidermy shops where like I'm gen, you know, because I didn't know any different when I first started killing deer and I was right. you know ten, my first buck and right, hanging on the wall behind you guys. I think the first place it was in some dude's basement, and like half the bricks in his basement were falling off. Like right. the foundation That's was caving in. A lot in. of the taxidermists are, and yeah. nothing's wrong with that. Like they're doing what they got to do, but oh, I was yeah. genuinely concerned, like whether or not I was actually ever going to see that deer again. Right? You know what I mean? It's a little bit of that, and um, you know, and I've gone to some other taxidermy shops where you know they seem nice, the facility is nice, but the John and I were talking. We are both tattooed individuals. Some it's art. You know, you find a good tattoo artist, and you don't realize how bad your other tattoo artist was until you're at a good tattoo artist. Right. And then you got subpar tattoos, which to me, I'm kind of like, hey, that's part of the journey of getting tattoos. It's kind of kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but I have one of my biggest deer out there. I cringe a little when I look at it because at the time, I didn't, I hadn't gone to taxidermy school and hadn't been educated on it. To me, it looked like a deer. Yeah. And you think you know what a deer looks like, but you don't know what a deer looks no, like. No, and that's where a good ta- a good taxidermist yeah. actually knows what a deer looks yeah. like. Yeah, and I'm not saying like the outline of a deer. I'm talking, you know, Eric. If you're just some random guy, I'm like, hey, draw me a deer detailed. Draw me a deer eye. I couldn't do it for sure. You'd be like, uh, shit. I guess I don't actually know. All right. <laughs> well, your taxidermist can't either. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, there's a lot of anatomy. There's so much. 
I tell everybody I'm kind of a product of our state taxidermy association. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you go to those shows, it just you get to see the best of the best and you know the worst of the worst. And a lot of times, you yeah. Know? Uh, so you, you, in order to be really, really good and do good work, you, you got to want to do the furthering education. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. got you, you just can't be in your garage and never see another taxidermist and never, become complacent. And, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and they're. Guys, we're not the best. There's some amazing people out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, just amazing. And amazing guys in little garages and, and in basements with the brick falling in. I yeah. mean, there's some, some of the best guys in the world are out there doing that yeah, kind of right, stuff. Right. You know? And, you know, I just tell everybody, there's everybody's got a different gig. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. Yeah, I didn't I didn't mean to downplay some tax numbers like that, but it's just I, it makes you feel better when you come to a spot that you feel – like you're in good hands. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know the work's going to well, be pumped it, out. It becomes, you know, it's your first impression. Exactly. You know, whether or not the work's great or not, you know, and I, I talk about this all the time: is power perceived is power achieved. Well, whatever your first impression is, is what you know. That's that's how you feel about the establishment. You know? Right. Oh, absolutely. Right. So um, that's sure. something we've tried to do, and I know just just in the year or so we've known one another, you've probably seen a lot of changes in my shop. Yeah. You know, we we are always trying to get that shop just. Where it's absolutely pristine when you come in and it looks nice. We get we get a nice show. Now none of it's big enough ever. Yeah, right. You know, you always need more space. Oh, I always need more space, and it is actually an old barn. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, my showroom was actually my driveway. I mean, you know, I needed more room, so we added on to the old barn out out into the driveway. But uh, definitely. We like to, to be perceived as as the fun place, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I feel that way when I come. Anytime you go to your tax service, it's a good time, um, just because it means you were successful. You're picking a deer oh, yeah. up, and Best so time of your life. The cool thing I like about it's like it's almost like an old barn experience. You walk in, the showrooms there. You're seeing other customers' deer heads hanging in there. You're looking at mounted bear and elk and all sorts of just beautiful work there. In the showroom, yeah, and then you know you look back and you can see Julian and the and the guy like mounting up whitetails. You were I walked in the other day, dropped off my bear. You're working on a bear oh, back yeah. there. I work on a bear every day, and it's just cool. And then I get this is I guess where it bleeds into the experience of me going back where Eric um, did the right thing and re- regrouped us at the beginning. But me not knowing, resetting my my compass for taxidermy. I don't know what I want out of that bear. Right. I have an idea. But it, that's where I like to have a, a knowledgeable taxidermist, someone yeah. that I know is going to do good work because you read me, I think, better than – I think you know what I want out of my bear more than I actually do. I hope so. I, I, <laughs> I felt confident leaving Yeah. because when I brought it in, we, ta- we talked. I'm like, hey, I don't really know – Yeah, you had three ideas in one time there. Yeah. You know, we talked rug. We talked life size. We talked half-life, you know. Yeah. And then we worked around to half-life. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you got – with a bear, it takes up a lot of real estate, mm-hmm. especially a life-size bear. So, you know, John's bear was one of the biggest ones I ever mounted. It's a giant. And, you know, he did his standing, which now it just takes up the size of a refrigerator. Yeah. More or less, you know? <laughs> but if you put that thing on all four feet, then you got a chest freezer. Yeah. Right? So, right. you know, that's the first thing I want to talk to you guys. You know, the bear guy's like, where are you going to put this? You know? Yeah. Some guys have huge man caves and, you know. It's it's not a problem, but you know, yeah, not all of us have that luxury. You know, trying to we, shove in their living room. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, <laughs> in their we apartment. Got, we yeah. got to make fit. Yeah. I mean, you got John's big mansion. 
You know, he, yeah. he could have six or seven of those up there. Right. You know, he's, he's got to go on. <laughs> six or seven of them. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. So, yeah. Well, I mean, hell, it'll be good for you guys. Yeah. You know? yeah. and, and John, if yeah. he's got six or seven giant bears to mount. That, means, have a, that means I had six or seven awesome bear hunts. Boot, <laughs> right. boot and crockets, baby. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, that I talked to my wife about that. You know, she's so supportive about the taxidermy game. But she's kind of like, hey, you know, you got 18 fucking deer heads. Right. Let's, let's maybe map some. And I, I get it. I'm like, yeah, they got to be X amount or bigger now. I right. like shooting deer, you know, so it's hard for me to pass. It's tough for me to pass 150-inch deer, yeah. you know. It's hard for a lot of guys to pass 150-inch deer. You know how I get 150-inch deer? What's that? If the 120 don't walk by me <laughs> <Yeah>. first. Because <laughs> I'm liable to shoot Tesla on bitch. If I'm having a good night, if it's fun, I, I stick it early. Dude, that's oh, yeah. I love slinging arrows. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I can't even apologize for it. I love hey, it. I no, love it. I get that, man, 100%. Well, yeah. the, the conversation we had is I'm like, hey, there's a chance I could kill like a really good color phase bear out there. Yeah. And for me, I killed a great color phase oh, bear out there. Bear. So, bear. you know, it was kind of, we talked about it, you know, spring bear, he's shedding a little bit on his belly. You're like, ah, maybe full mount might not be the route. And, yeah. and I wasn't really feeling the full mount idea because of space, you know. Right. Um, and that's the thing. You just, you just kind of got to talk, just talk it through. You know, yeah. and I love just listening because I can listen. And that, that's come, that's where I'm up, getting at. You can, finally you come can up figure with what out what you want. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing too is, okay, if it's your first bear and your only bear, and you saved up four thousand dollars, you're not going to go back. Yeah. Well, then we probably need to do something. Wow, no matter what the bear is. Yeah. Sure. You know, sure. it might have a rub on it, but I can cover it up. You yeah. Know, yeah. I can put a tree in front of it. But you know, if you're going to get a go a lot, you know, and and most bear hunters, once you get that adrenaline high and you kick off and you shoot that bear. You get it. It's a. It's an addiction. It's a sick addiction. Mm-hmm. Just as bad as whitetails. Yeah. It, I have it bad. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love it more than whitetails. I love bear hunting. I said that a lot. I was like, bear is something that I probably want to do once, and I don't know if I'll do it again. Johnny, we might have talked about that we on did. the podcast. Yeah, we did. Because I was the same way. I'm like, I want to do. I want to do at least one bear hunt. Mm-hmm. Just to say that I did, know what it's about, experience it. Yep. Yeah. And and I told Sam when I got back in town, I went well. Looks like I'm bear hunting every year. Now. <laughs> right. You know, the best thing about bear hunting is it is in May and in August. Uh-huh. There's nothing else to do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, you come that's out true. from shooting turkeys mm-hmm. and you get to go bear hunting, you know? Yep. It's kind of nice. And it's just, starting to, it's just starting to get hot here in May, usually. You mm-hmm. know, it didn't this year, but it's supposed to. Yeah. You know, we got screwed this year, but whatever. Yeah. But, you know, you get to leave here and you go up there and, and, and you're back into that spring weather, you know. Oh, you, you nice. got the cold. You know, when I was talking to you about your experience, you talked about the snow, mm-hmm. you know. And then I, then at that point, I know, hey, he's got a good coat on this bear because there's still snow on the ground. Yeah. Right. You know, so that's cool. And then in August, it's 115 freaking degrees here, guys. Yeah. Yep. You know, the humidity is, what, 100%? Yeah. We go out and put our hoodie on. Like, what better life is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. For sure. Well, and that – and. I guess what I wanted to get to is like the, because I had the customer experience, right? Of yep. kind of like not knowing what I wanted. And that's what we went through. You asked me the questions. You kind of evaluated like where my mind was. Took me to see you had a half mount in there that I fell in love with. Yeah, thanks for awesome. Oh, man. That thing, unreal. Yeah. I just looked at that and like melted. I'm like, that's a big chocolate in Colorado. That's a big bear. That's a big bear. And, and then, but you showed me where you had all the rugs done up and showed me. You know, like what would be comparable to my bear size? Because that's the thing I'm I struggle with is like, I know what the bear looked like in person. What? How would he look on the wall? Um, because I've seen other guys' bear mounts not look 
like they thought they would look like, oh, this it looks 100 pounds smaller mounted than it right. did when I shot it. Um, and I notice a lot of uh, taxidermists, it seems this way with predators, and maybe you can break down why. It seems a lot of taxidermists, um, they miss a little when it comes to doing predators. Well, you know, in taxidermy, everybody kind of has a niche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Julian. Julian loves the whitetails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he is so bitten by a whitetail. I mean, that's, you know, uh, Tim Cooley, he's my bird guy. His his whole goal in life is to be the world champion with birds. Yeah. So that's, I mean, he just, well, I'm the bear guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love bears. That's yeah. that's my thing. I can do a, I can do a killer whitetail. I mean, I've done well with whitetails, but I really don't care to do another whitetail personally. Because you like bears that I much. like to do bears. You know, and I get enough bear work, I can do bear work. 52 weeks out of the year see I mean, that's right. cool and you can and I'm tell South, that and i'm in southeast iowa can you imagine <laughs> we don't if have I was north somewhere you know yeah. yeah 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 but uh no to get back when you're doing mammals you know unfortunately there are a lot of guys that are white tail guys that mm-hmm. don't do a whole lot of mammals or bears yeah mm-hmm. so you know the four manufacturers They've only got certain sizes, right? So say you want a left turn with the right leg up. Well, there's so many choices that we have size-wise for a left turn with the right leg up. It's not like a white tail where they have a million options. No, no. So we, we get the form, right? Now, a guy that's not experienced, he makes that skin fit that form, mm. which means you cut these big grooves and you tuck all that stuff away. You know, when you get mm-hmm. done, you've got that bear that might look 100 pounds less. Yeah. Okay, that you makes know. sense. To be exceptional in a bear mount, you want to make the form fit the skin. Yeah. So that means you take, I, and I literally got a chainsaw. You know, mm-hmm. I got I got a plug-in chainsaw. You take a chainsaw and and you cut it up and, and you alter it and you, you know, you stretch that skin. You get, you know, with, with deer... When you come in and look at a deer, of course, the neck makes a difference, but you look at your horns. Well, you look at when you bring your bear or come get your bear. You want to see the size. Yeah. we got to give you every square inch of that bear back. Right. You right. know, and, and there's guys that do it. There's there's some really great bear people out there, mm-hmm. but there's not a ton of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. right. And I can tell that because, you know, on the way home from Wyoming, it's a 19-hour drive. Yeah. And everyone's right away, what, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do? What, what are you thinking for a mountain? I'm like, I don't know. Um, cause I've seen a lot, I've seen your bear work and love it, but then I've also seen a lot of other people's bears and I'm just not, right. not crazy about it, you know? Right. So that's why I was leaning so hard on the rug at first. Yeah. Um, just cause it's kind of a classic thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I Google image. And who doesn't want a bear rug? It's Let's just, be honest. Yeah, right. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. So I Google image. You make babies on that. Ba- that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> James Bond had bear rugs. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. So I Google bear taxidermy, you know, rugs, full mounts, half mounts, all that. And I mean, most of the images on Google are rough bear right. mounts, you know? Right. Well, then, you know, I come in and see the rugs, fall in love with the rugs. And this, I hadn't seen that half mount. You showed me the rugs first. <laughs> And I'm like, I like the, this rug right here. This is kind of where I'm leaning. You know, I was sold. And then we go down. I see that half mount. I'm like, oh, oh dude. Shit. Have that. Yeah. Oh, man. The facial detail and yeah. just the realism of it. Yeah. Th- it doesn't look mounted. No. See, that, and, and that's another thing. You know, I do so many bears that, you know, it, let me back it up. I've been doing this bear hunting since 1993, mm-hmm. back when I started the taxidermy business basically my ex-wife we we had yeah. a sporting goods store at the time 
and I was selling Golden Eagle bows. I don't know, probably before your guys' yeah. time. What business didn't you own? Yeah, this is probably way before <laughs> your guys' time. Gold, Golden Eagle come out with a lift kit, right? So they had these two and three-inch blocks between the riser handle and the limb, and it was cool in this day. Really? It eliminated you from having to have an overdraw. You guys probably don't know what overdraws are. See, I'm, I'm old school here. Right, so. okay, okay. So a lift kit for your bow. Lift kit for your bow, right? Dang. So I was a Bass Pro Shop affiliated bait shop, right? And I was buying, <laughs> I was ordering that junk through Bass Pro Shop. Uh-huh. Well, I would get one in and it'd go out the door. I'd get one in and it'd go out the door. You know, I'm seeing this. This is starting to happen. I mean, this is really cool. So yeah. I called Golden Eagle, you know, and here I'm just a kid, no money. You yeah. Know? I just sent my wife to actionary school, blew her a whole life savings, you know. I, I call up this, the Golden Eagle, and I say, hey, uh, I'd like to buy Factory Direct. He uh-huh. said, well, we'll send you down a rep, right? So yeah. That's cool. So this old boy rolled in, and he, he was cool shit. He was from Duluth, Minnesota, right? And uh-huh. He's got this handlebar mustache. <laughs> he's got her all waxed up. And he's he's got on, you know, he looked like Fred Bear. I mean, he had that kind of look, right? Right, right. And he flops open this book, and there was this big picture, 8 by 10 picture of him with a chocolate bear. Uh-huh. You know, and I've been bear nuts my whole life. And I, at that point, I'd never got to go bear hunting yet. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I was bear horny, if uh-huh. you can say that. Right? <laughs> he, he had no clue. I mean, he just stabbed in the dark, right? And I said, dude, where did you get that at? And he was telling me. And I said, you know, I really, really, really want to do that. Yeah. You know, really. He said, well, hey, there's this new kid in Nipigon, Ontario. This, this is his first year. He's looking for, you know, guys to oh, help promote him. Yeah, guys, right. to, guys to help promote him. So I was basically his influencer for the first year. So so my end of the gig, hey, you book eight guys, you get to come for free. Hell yeah. So shit, I booked eight in the spring, eight in the fall. Eight yeah. in the spring, eight in the fall. Eight in the spring, eight Doubling in the fall. Doubling down on that's, them. That's, yeah, two, hunt. that's yeah. two free hunts, right? Yeah, I was, I was hunting spring and fall because back in Ontario, you could do that, right? <laughs> right. So me and him got to be best friends. His name's Bob Behrman. That is his God-given name. That's Behrman. Bob Behrman. That's his name. That's Behrman. his God-given name. Now, how could that ever happen? <laughs> And he literally, that out. He had to have. Bobby's ten years older than me, so he's he's sixty five, sixty six now. But back then, you know, I was like twenty six, and he was thirty six. Yeah, and he was the dude. I yeah. mean, the dude. He 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 boxed. He was an, he he played hockey. He's a man's man. He, oh, he was the, he, a guy you don't want to fuck he, with. He was John Mulligan back then, <laughs> <laughs> just cooler. He, no, no. No, I can't say that to John. He's, he's here. Oh, I forgot you guys are honeys. Yeah, we're honeys. But, but Bobby was my first man crush. Yeah. I just got to say that. Understandable. So, yeah. I'm sorry, John. He's No, he's a good dude. Yeah. That, that, and that's that's where I hunted last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that he, makes it even cooler. Like, yeah. It's continued. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So, so, he passed that on to you. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. So did you feel the same way about Mr. Behrman? Yeah. I mean, like, like Sam said, I mean, even at a spry... 65 years old i don't know if i'd fuck with him oh he's still jumping room <laughs> yeah well so yeah. um he has a, a a big shop wood carving shop yep. and he's a chainsaw guy yeah and he's got his snowmobiles he and is shit a man's man yeah it's pretty brutal and but he tries <laughs> he better stick to bear hunting <laughs> and you go in there and he's got a speed bag and he's got a weighted bag and i'm like is this like novelty shit you know this is like back in the day i'm like hey bob let me see let me see you work that speed bag he's like Oh fuck! Okay, oh, fuck. just going you know to town I mean? on it. Oh man, <laughs> that's impressive. You know? Oh yeah, he's the dude. That's he's, awesome. He's the dude. Man, I, I've been doing this for three years for him, right? Yeah. So you know, he called me, Sammy. What he said? There's this show from Peoria, Illinois. This whitetail show. He said, "Will you go work a booth for me?" Well, hell yeah, man! I'll be doing that. You know. Yeah. So Now I'm booking like. 
24, 25, 36 people a year for this dude, right? <laughs> and I'm going up. Of course, I'm the guy. He, he's loving me, right? He's, yeah, he's, right? he's digging this because I'm putting over half his clientele up there. So, I mean, we're, right. we're just loving it. But now I'm up there two and three weeks at a time because, you know, I book all these guys. And, of course, everybody wanted to go with me. Right, yeah. Right. Like, you were the right. personality guy yeah, cause book I, for. I, yeah, because I like it and I loved it and I was the one that sold them the hunt. So now I'm up there. I'm getting to, to be at camp three, four weeks at a time. Yeah. But, you know, I literally get to lay my hands on, because of that experience, you know, 30, 40, 50 bears a year. Shit yeah. ton of bears. That are laying on that table that had been killed that day. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know what a bear looks like. I know what it feels like. You know, and I, 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 I do what I call Stevie Wonder. I close my eyes. I walk up to that bear and I rub my on every one. I rub it from the nose up through the eyes, back over the cranium of the head and up to the ears. When I mount my bears, I Stevie Wonder those oh, bears. Oh man! I close my eyes. I start rubbing that back. And now I know you know That's it's crazy. basically in the right spot. But the thing with going back to the form companies, you know, they got a generic head. They look like Winnie the freaking Pooh. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. <laughs> they're, they're in the, there's not a head out there that fits the skull right. Just perfect. Doesn't feel like a bear. No, no, they it. don't feel like a bear. They don't look like a bear. Yeah, they look like crap. You know. Yeah, that's fair. And so that's something you know. I take in. We take the Dremel tool. I get all that eye junk out of the way. I get all that brow stuff. I take most of that nose gone. You know, and I rebuild all that back. I build it back with clays yeah, yeah. and do the right things. When I'm laying my hands on that, I'm closing my eyes and I'm Stevie Wonder and that bear. Next thing you know, I open my eyes up and poof, it's there. No kidding, it's there. It's there. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's a fucking that's a, talent right That's a there. hand of experience, yeah. though, too. You know, yeah, that didn't yeah. happen in two years. That happened in... No, no. My first bear sucked. But. Well, of course, though, right? You know, yeah. like, you gotta... That's yeah. how it's gotta happen. Yeah. It would suck if you were amazing. I mean, maybe not for you, but it just doesn't work that way. It's not how no. things happen. No. Yeah. But it's it's pretty cool. And like I said, I'm just blessed with, with me booking for him, and now we, we've been booking for another outfitter over in Manitoba, Saskatchewan, so... And that all come about as Linda and I have both shot, you know, a lot of black bears. Mm-hmm. And in our camp in Ontario, it's basically all we kill. I mean, all yeah. these years I've seen one colored bear there. No kidding. Well, I've been colored bear horny. I, you know, yeah. I, as much as I love a black bear, I from now on out I want to shoot stuff that's, you know, yeah, a little bit different, unique. So, and to do that, you either got, you got to go west. I yeah. mean, if you want to consistently, I mean, you could you could you could fall into one by accident. But if you want to consistently kill a colored phase bear, you got to go west. Yeah. So I hooked up with this guy over, over west, and uh, actually, the, the year I was supposed to, to go with him, uh, my mom was passing away. Mm-hmm. So uh, Linda took the group and went up, had a great time, and and that's a really nice outfit. Uh, the guy's name's Wayne Bass. Uh, is color bears are just phenomenal, and they're just mountains yeah. of them. I mean, just mountains. I mean, you hunt yeah. right on the Saskatchewan border. So you can hunt in Saskatchewan or in Manitoba. You know where he's wanting to put you. And that's phenomenal. So I'm doing that in the spring now, and I'm doing Bobby in the fall. That's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. But that's how I get so much bears to do. I mean, you know, I book for both these guys, and by the time you book Bobby, you know, 25, 30 guys, and I book, yeah. you know, 20 to go up there to, to well, Wayne. Well, it sounds like with Double Diamond, there might be a, a trio coming in because – and and by the time this airs, that you know we have episodes that are going to air before because I have so much from that trip. Right. Um. So in podcast land for the listeners, if this doesn't make sense, just know that. But, um. You know, I have people hitting me up already, and to go for next year and wanting to do this stuff and uh, double diamonds. Like, hey, we you know let's figure some stuff out here. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Midwest guys that that's 
the thing, right? That's one of the dreams is to kill a bear with it, your bow. It is, right. a, it is a dream, and it's an achievable dream for the working man because You're right. it's not all that expensive. I mean, you can, no. my highest end hunt that I sell is $3,500, mm-hmm. but I sell a $1,500 drop camp hunt. Right. And the guys that know how to bow hunt, they get them with the $1,500 drop camp. Yeah, right. right you know right, what I'm right. saying? But they're doing their own tracking, and they're doing their own skinning and everything, you know? Yeah. They mm-hmm. take their own food. They live in a tent, you know, yeah. the whole nine yards. It's cool. Kind of a cool experience Yeah, it's fun. Overall, it's fun. Yeah. And that's what I used to do when I was young, man. Yeah. I mean, I didn't stay in the lodge or, you know, we, yeah. I wanted to be in the bush. Right. You know, I want to be riding my four-wheeler. Right, you know, right. I mean, it's, it's definitely on that bucket list, though, for a lot of the Midwest guys, you know, where we don't have bears around here, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's very well, it Sounds like we're going back to Wyoming next spring well, so you're gonna, far. You're you know? going to make it to Ontario, too, I believe. Hey, <laughs> I'm down for it. You know? you, you're going to have to quit that stinking job you have. I, <laughs> hey, there ain't no shit. You've got to be like me and John, just do nothing. That'd be we, we work from yeah. home. Just do nothing all day. Yeah, we do nothing all day. What would you say? Perception is reality, man. Perception yeah. is reality. You, you know, honestly, I just... I need to take like a leave of absence from like October to January, and then now in the spring to do spring bear hunts. Yeah, right. You're getting I, closer. Yeah, I mean, opportunities are coming up. It's starting to suck having a day job. Yeah, yeah. You need sucks to, being you a working. Can, you need a can in your day job. It sucks being a working man. <laughs> it sucks being a working man. You but, need a can, man. There's, it's overrated. Yeah, you know. Paying your bills, that's overrated, dude. My wife can do that. You know. Yeah, that's right. Shit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny because I got lucky that my first bear is a color face bear. That thing was gorgeous. You know, super mm-hmm. thankful. But I do want to kill an all black one now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got the place for that. You know, so, hey, I'm, I know we're up for it, man. Yeah. We definitely are. Totally. August 15th. I'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Man, I don't know if I can swing it this year. I already got another antelope hunt planned. I'm in, man. Just tell me where to sign up. There you oh, go. There you go, dude. Yeah. You need to. Eric, you, you're you, in. You can, you, roll, love it. you can roll with me. You would absolutely <sighs> love it up there. Might as well oh, do yeah. it. Yeah. You got Hell the yeah. time. I got time, man. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, Eric's going to Canada. Canadia. You know, the problem this year, you know, with, with the spring, nobody could get up there. Right. Mm, you know, because yeah. the whole the whole coronavirus That's thing. what we did with this hunt at uh, Double Diamond in Wyoming. It was like, hey, we have, like, the last second bookings. A lot of it got canceled. We have some openings. Like, hey, you want to summon your listeners? All right, let's try it. It yeah. was it was literally my buddy Clint Casper called me. We're going bear hunting. There's a few slots left. Let's go. It was in a like, month. Yeah, in a month. We're in going. Month. And right. I was like, uh, okay, yeah, let's go. Like, <laughs> I had the time. Yeah. You know, thank God he called me, you know, for a spring hunt. It wasn't because I burn all my vacation come fall. We're going to cut that job. <sighs> I need to quit it. <laughs> <laughs> my boss probably listened. He's like, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. I've been wanting to fire you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Just but that side hustle every once in a while. That whole Dude. Corona thing, that screwed up a lot of stuff. Dude, yeah. yeah. Screwed a lot of shit up for us, too, with trade shows. You know, we had a bunch of shows yeah. planned. Yeah. Yeah. So, every single one almost. Was Madison's the next show, and I'm hoping that that's, uh, that'll happen, I think. I think so. With the way things are going, but... I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, if any Midwest guys kill a bear or that's on your docket and you do that, I mean, you know, there could be an old barn outpost. You can – I mean, what, oh, yeah. what are the ways – if they don't have an outpost near them? I mean, well, you know, we, we run routes with the tannery. We've got great big cloverleaf routes that we run with uh, either me with a semi-truck where um, I got an old, old guy. We call him Santa Dave. Uh, he does a lot <laughs> of our route running around so yeah if they just call us and tell us hey you know we'd like to use you and we're in such and such area you know we try to accommodate that yeah yeah you know with the bears you know of course living in southeast iowa you know i got to get bears from out wherever i get them from so right, i mean right. and we do a lot of delivering too with the bears i mean you know it's 
it's it's fun for me. I like it. I love yeah. I love to talk to the guys and I like to see where they're going to have their final destination. I mean, we can't always accommodate that, but we, yeah. we try real hard. And then if a guy really, you know, if we can't get hooked up on a route and a uh, guy really wanting to use us, I mean, once you wait till you know cold weather sets in, just stick it in a cooler and ship it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I get a lot shipped in. I mean, I bet. We get shipments every day. Oh yeah, I mean, sure. it's, it's really great. yeah. That stuff scares me a little bit. I'm a warrior wart man. Like uh, the boys were making fun of me on the way home because every time we'd stop, I'd go and be like I'm gonna go check on my bear. You came home in 100 degree weather. Yeah, you, well, you had every every reason to be a warrior. And, and also, you know, my bear. I shot him at night. By the time we got off the mountain, it was 1 a.m. Right, and I'm like, we got to go back in the morning. So we went back. It was cold that night, luckily, but right, like, that was a concern me. Right out the yep. gate. And then we got him out, got him skinned, got him hung up, let him air out, and then tried to keep him cool. But a couple of days out there during the day, it got hot. We went in. You know, out there in Wyoming, you have to check him in with the biologist. Oh, I know. That's, that's a bad deal. And it was in the back of a truck that was kind of hot. And I'm like, ah. But then immediately we got it rolled up and put it in the deep freeze and, yep. and got him frozen solid. And then I had him frozen solid for the ride home and then had him on blocks and kept the water off it. Yep. And then immediately threw it in my deep freeze at home. And I, I, I think you could tell how concerned I was. I, yeah, but I think you did everything right. You know what? I'm the bear guy, and I shot a big old chocolate bear about three years ago. I shot the last night of season, mm-hmm. or last night that we were going to be there, I guess. And I was the dummy that rolled it up and tried to ice it home, and, and I lost it. So, yeah, you know, my boys in the tan they always come in, boss, we got a problem. I'm like, whose is it? And they come in that day, boss, we got a bear slipping. Whose bear? Yours. My chocolate bear. Oh, oh no. got to be kidding. The whole me. thing was bad? No, but it's bad enough I can compete with it. I, I like to compete with our stuff. Yeah. And honestly, I'll be honest with you, we've got all these bears shot, and I haven't mounted a bear for myself. Uh, now I, I think I showed you when you were down there. We just yeah. put that that new bear wall. Yeah. So we're gonna have mm-hmm. some diorama and kind of do like a Cabela's kind of thing That's with, the awesome. rock, yeah. with the rocks Absolutely. and stuff like that. But you know, my lifelong goal, and I might be getting too old to achieve this, but I would like to win the world with a bear. I mean, wow, I don't think you would be, man. That's, yeah, that's definitely achievable. Yeah, but there's some guys your age that are just doing killer work and they got better eyes and you know they they got yeah, more time be- and they're more. They got more passion for doing it at night, you know. I, I kind of, I'm kind of a nine to five guy now. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've got to be. You've that achieved lazy. a lot of shit in your life, though. Yeah, but I'm, I'm kind of, I, I, I'm kind of getting lazy. When it comes <laughs> five o'clock, I want to just go in and <laughs> crack know? a cold one. Hey, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. But you know, also too, look at it this way: it's hard for a dude that's thirty years old to have twenty five years of bear experience. Well, that is true. That's true. That is true. That's true. You know. No, well, I like how you're thinking. You know, I mean, honestly, you're making me feel good about this. Maybe I can. <laughs> well, but, but, but I have faith get, in you. To get back to that, me and Linda, we've killed a lot of amazing bears. Mm-hmm. How many bears do you think you've shot? Lots. Like, throw a number at it. No. You don't want to? No. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. Not, well, as, not as many as you think. Over 40? Oh, no, 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 no. Not over 20? No, no. Dozen. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You were saying you're shooting two a year for a bit there. Well, I didn't shoot two a year. I went twice a year. Right. Okay, that's oh, fair. Oh, went twice a year. Yeah. You weren't shooting twice a no, year. No. That's fair. That's fair. No. I, so, wound, I wounded a couple in the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah. Then I shot a couple nice ones. And then I got to be a drunk when I was in camp. You know, yeah. I, you know I, I don't drink much here in the States. But I get up there, I turn into this looning <laughs> drunk. And, I'm the, and, I'm, the, and I'm the camp clown. 
Can confirm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the camp clown. But that's, when you're in camp like that, that's a different atmosphere you're in. It is right. It's it totally is. different. Atmosphere. You know, and you're cutting you're cutting loose. That's you are cutting loose. Well, you know, and you gotta you gotta go back through that time frame. That's back when I owned that large construction company, and pressure was on. And you know, I couldn't never get away from that. But when I right, got to yeah. Canada, it's like, oh man. I can I can let, let loose. Shit, I can let some shit down here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Fifty dollar case of beer and oh yeah, tearing. yeah. That'd be an afternoon. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. You know, and, but I don't know. With when you when you start booking people, you hate to be the guy always bringing the bear in. Yeah, yeah right. I, you I know what I'm that. saying? I can see yeah. that too. Yep. And I, I do love people. That is a trait that I that I've had. It's made me successful in every career that I've had, and I I enjoy. Loving you guys, getting them as much as I love getting them. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, then you know my youngest son. I started taking him some, and then you know my wife. I've actually I've trained two wives now to hunt. <laughs> so both, <laughs> you know, it's like training puppies. You know, you got to <laughs> right. take them out. You know, and they squat on the floor. You kick them in the ass, and you take them back out. You know, right. My wife's gonna kill me. My other wife might kill me too. But, <laughs> hey. but anyhow, that hey, it's that's just ta- honesty. That that takes some years out of your hunting. Mm-hmm. If you want, you oh, know, yeah, so, sure. especially yeah. bears, because, you know, right off the get go, you know, they don't want to sit by themselves. Right. Yeah. So, Understandable. You know, now, but in the end, it's got to be an enjoyment seeing them. Oh, it's shoot huge. a bear, shoot a deer or whatever. Yeah. You know? It's huge. What's well, kind of yeah. in camp? I was, I shot the biggest, just by luck. I shot the biggest bear in camp that week. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't want to be the biggest bear in camp. People are like, yeah, right. I'm like, I honestly don't want to be the biggest yeah. bear in camp. Like I would rather see my homies shoot a monster that we're freaking out about when you bring yeah. it back like i want that experience i am gunning for all my buddies to kill bigger shit than me oh yeah mm-hmm. every year and, that, and that's the way it is with me especially when you book them right you yeah. know when you book them and you come rolling in year after year now you know with the bear hunting everybody gets addicted so it almost becomes old home week you know, I see these guys once a year, and it's a bear camp because the same <laughs> yeah. twenty guys yeah. come every year. Well, when you're the same guy dragging in the big bear every year, every year, every year, you know they just raise a brow on you. So yeah, I get you know, that. Yeah. And I miss a lot of bears too. You know, I'm not the best <laughs> shot in the world either. I mean, that that could have that could have screwed me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, could have put a little bit of a hindrance there. Yeah. Um, do you pass a lot of bears? Like, is there a certain bear that you're like, uh, if I like it, I shoot it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you know, it's uh, there for a while. I wanted giants, and I, I've I've shot one really really giant that's right up there with Johnny's. Really? Yeah. Uh, his I think his was like 20 pounds bigger than my biggest bear, but it was yeah. it was a monster. Uh, my wife Linda shot one bigger than me and John shot. We didn't find it. Oh no! Kidding. She shot just. I mean, this thing had the. It, it it was ugly. I got video of it. It's literally it was ugly. It had tumors on it. I mean, oh it, no! It's probably this hundred year old thing, but its belly looked like it, it ate a, a Volkswagen. No you know, kidding. It was dragging dragging the ground, come waddling in, and no hair. It would have been the most Belly ugliest dragon. mount. Of course, I don't mount her stuff anyway, but yeah. it had been the most ugliest mount in the world. But it would be cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I'd have freaked out. At skull. I'd have been crying. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it would have had a great skull. Yeah, but uh, but I got on. I wanted to shoot big bears for a while, and so you know you don't always see those big bears. I mean, you know, yeah. John's testimony. He went up, and spent what seven days, and uh, yeah. you've seen some nice bears. I yeah. mean, you had you had some Pope and young bears in front of you. Oh, for, yeah, yep, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. you might even had one almost booner there. Yeah, yeah. That um, yeah, middle of the week, I had that one, um, and, I, and I told the story on here. Mm-hmm. I was just in hunt mode. Yeah, I come to full draw, and then realized. 
there's nobody running a camera. Yeah. Mm. So I let down, position the camera, punch record, and I miss my window. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, two, right. Two right. Shoot. And that's the thing. Those big bears, you know, they got big for reasons. It's like a whitetail. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and bears know they're stealing. They know that they're going to McDonald's to get a double cheeseburger. And they don't know where every McDonald's is in the county. You know, it's oh, just like sure. us. You know, I live down Fort Madison. I don't know where McDonald's is in right. Keokuk. I know where it is in Fort Madison. Be like if there's a dude chilling in the parking lot that, like, could kill you when you're going there to get a McDouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the You're bears, still going to go there. You're yeah. just like, I need that McDouble, though. <laughs> those, those big bears, in my opinion, in all the years I've been doing it, they make big routes. They don't go to the same McDonald's. They're here this day. And it might be three weeks, but... They know that McDonald's is there. They're going to come back that eventually. Back. Yeah. So the resident bear, he's the one that doesn't get his ass kicked every day because you know he's kind of on the look. He goes in there, he gets his his donut first. Yeah, yeah. And he gets the hell out of Dodge, you know, <laughs> just in case the resident, the big monster, comes through on his right. trip to McDonald's. You know? Right. <laughs> so that's typically what a guy sees i mean you, yeah. s- you see some nice bears you know you 250 300 pounders are really getting to be a good bear yeah but to get them 500 pounders you know that, that's a once every several years thing yeah giant and, and and you can't you could get lucky and get one in a week but that literally takes you know you, know, you got to be there a couple weeks you got to be able to spend some time put some time in sure. just like a, sure. a big buck yeah and, so, yep. so so and we we've got what we call a thousand pound club out of our camp it's just a fun thing mm-hmm. and you got to kill two bears that will weigh over a thousand no kidding and there's like four of us in it me and my wife's in it uh i'm sure john will get there uh but, but yeah you know, you're one bear how big is your bear again john uh 545 that's a Whoa. monster yeah, oh yeah big. we never weighed mine i mean he wasn't anywhere near that big but that's the thing i know i when i've already talked about this on some other shows but judging bears i found was the most difficult thing yeah yes and that's I, how that's what i think too because i have no fucking idea dude, about bears i'm i honestly had ground so everyone just told me the first bear you see you'll shoot and because you'll think it's huge because you don't know how to look at it yeah. and then in my head and, and everyone told me first bear you see you'll freak out because you're like holy shit that's a bear yeah. and i saw my first bear but i had that in my head don't freak out so i was like it not that it ruined it for me i think it prepared me right. but i was kind of like okay there's a bear and it came in i told this story already came in i draw back i'm looking i was like should i shoot this bear ah nah and I'm looking, well, then that bear got spooky. Then my bear came in. I'm like, okay, well, that bear just spooked off. So this bear must be a lot better bear. I looked at his head. I'm like, oh, shit, a lot bigger than the first one. I'm shooting this bear. Right. Yeah. right. And when they all came up, like, how big was he? I'm like, I don't know. It yeah. could be a, a big cup for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> and once that arrow's got loose, it's the biggest bear you ever shot. Might as well be. It was. Because it's already yeah. dead. You know? Oh, yeah. And be happier, you know? It's, I'm thrilled with it i had ground growage by a long shot oh, yeah. on my bear because i just cool? didn't know that's cool and no i'm idea. sure you have been happy as hell with that first bear too fuck yeah dude you know I mean, what I'm yeah. yeah for yeah. sure they're both color phase i've never seen a jet black bear yeah. alive and i didn't <laughs> never can. seen a bear period as yeah. i shot the second bear i've ever seen in the wild yeah yeah i had a buddy from southern missouri we booked him on a hunt and i he'd been up there like two years with us and he come in one night and he's just he's just freaking man i shot this monster and as the night goes on, you know, we're drinking beer and we're eating and <laughs> having, a good you know, time. having a good time. He's telling the story. And he's like, yeah, he walked in the barrel and he got a donut and walked out. And I looked at my other brother and I thought, ooh. Oh, but in the barrel. Yeah, this is going to be a bad deal. You know? <laughs> so next morning we're out there, we're tracking, you know, and we come up with this little wee bear. And he's like, 
Well, that ain't the bear I shot. I rolled it over, and he shot beaming arrows back then. There's this beaming arrow sticking out right of it. Purple <laughs> fletching, right? I said, isn't that your fletching? He said, damn, Sammy, I thought that was bigger than that. I said, well, last night when you kind of mentioned how it walked in the barrel and out, I, I wasn't going yeah. you know, to be the buzzkill here, but right, man, I, right. I knew that was a wee bear at that point. You know? <laughs> and that, that's what I always heard, too, is like if it looks like you'd have a hard time getting them in a barrel, it's a, probably a decent bear. Um, yeah, it's okay, bear. Yeah, it, yeah that's how you oh, kind of okay, judge bear. them, like compared to the barrel. Yeah, yeah, and that's how the first one was like it would be tough getting it in the barrel. And then when my bear came in, I was like, I don't think I could get that one in that barrel. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But the bear you want's the one that when you got the barrel standing up, that it's above that barrel, above yeah. the third ring of the barrel. Then you got a good bear. See, I didn't let mine get that close because yeah. after seeing the first one, I even let this yeah. my bear get to the bait. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's another thing. If, if you know, Man, you really ruined his day, didn't you? <laughs> Dude, I'm like, you ain't getting any treats, sir. Yeah, <laughs> get an arrow in him. I did as soon as you can. I have it on film too. I'm like, yep. I think he was ten foot from the barrel. He's like, what? Damn it! Whap! Whap! <laughs> He's just looking to get that donut. It was awesome though. The, I had, it is fun. That first bear that I saw on that first trip up there in, in Ontario. Whenever he came in, that was my first thing I said. I even said it out loud, and I go. Oh, big bear, big bear. Because I could just see like some legs, you know, uh-huh. like, moving. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my God. I was like, Freaking thousand out. pound bear. And then I'm looking at him and I'm going, eh. As he's getting closer to the barrel, he's actually not getting any bigger. The barrel's getting bigger. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, man. I almost shot like a hundred pound bear. It's yeah. got to be deceiving as hell. Yeah. Cause it's it got to be. It is. Well, I don't know it's if a it's bear. their color. There's four and, inches of hair hanging down. Yeah, you know right, what I'm saying. Right, yeah. yeah, their silhouette looks big, and they're it's not so, that big. So, yeah, yeah, so different. And then later on in the week, I remember one of the other hunters in camp. He comes back and he's smiling, and I went, "Uh oh, I recognize that grin." <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, "Dude, did you get it done?" And of course, this is like the ninth bear that week that had gotten killed, and I'm still sitting with a you know goose egg. Uh-huh. So I'll admit, I'm always happy when other hunters, but at this point, I'm getting kind of pissy. You know what I mean? I'm You're like, just a little aggravated. Yeah, I'm like, right, come right. on, man. You mean everybody shot one but me? He's on, his, cy- he's on his cycle at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just like. It's a nine-day cycle. Uh-huh. You just that, heard that. That time of the week. Yeah, yeah that time of the week. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, they damn. Nine. I get it, man. So this guy says, uh, he goes, dude, he goes, I just smoked a giant. I smoked a giant. Uh-huh. And I'm standing there with, with Bob, you know, Bearman, and and. Bob's Bob's drinking a little bit. He's feeling pretty good, and yeah. and uh, the guy walks away, and he goes, "You think it's a big bear?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't know." I mean, he says it's a big bear. He's like, "Well, let's go get it." So I'm like, "Well, I'm holding down camp. I stay there." They come back. I see Bob, and I'm like, "How big was it?" And he goes. I fucking grabbed him with one fucking arm, <laughs> throw him over my fucking shoulder. He's oh, like, man. because he shot a fucking cub. That, that, uh, that, that's what I was scared of. Yeah. And so that's like when they came up, I'm like, I don't know. And then I felt like guilty because I was trying to ask them genuinely like, Hey, is this a good bear? Like to me, I'm thrilled, but I genuinely want to know on the bear chart, where is this bear? Yeah, right. You know? Right. And I, and they wouldn't really answer me. They're like, dude, that's a great bear. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but like, where though? Like, I'm not going to yeah. be offended. I'm thrilled. But don't let yeah. me, don't, I didn't want to come off like I'm trying to downplay or upplay my bear either right. direction. Right. Yeah. I was like, for educational purposes. Yeah. What kind of bear is it? Yeah. And they thought like right around Pope and Young. Yeah. Like right around 18 inches. Like shooting still. a nice eight pointer. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. A big, and, nice, heavy eight pointer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when you and I talked, um, before you told me the weight, I just I went ahead. I wanted to throw it out there immediately, yeah. just so to give you some reassurance. I had seen the photos, so I knew it was a good bear. 
and and that's what I even told you on the phone. I'm like, dude, Montana, Colorado, Wyoming, spring bear. You shoot a bear 300 pounds. That's a that's a big fucking bear for that area. Like, yeah, yeah. basically spring. Yeah, yeah. He's six foot two. Yeah, that's a good bear. So yeah, that's a good bear. I was thrilled. You know, and you figure in the fall you got to add 100 pounds to it. Mm-hmm. That's what they told me too. Yeah. Like, dude, this bear'd be yeah a chunker. Yeah. Yeah. But he wouldn't have no hair. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. That's another thing. If you got a guy that's really wanting one life size, you know. And Spring this, is better? Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know, this is a bad salesman part of Sam. You know, I'd try to talk you out of it if you shot it in the fall. Say, oh, you sure, you know. Right. And, you know, I post a lot of beautiful bear pictures on Facebook and our, on our website and whatnot, but those are spring bears. Yeah. You know, they got hair from God. Do you know? what percentage of bears that you mount, are, are most of them spring bears? No. uh combination of both oh it is yeah most of the life size are spring just because you know when you first when you first become a taxidermist you want to mount them all you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. for sure and and you're horny to make the money and you're like yeah but now that you know i've got a successful business i don't need to mount them all yeah uh you know i tried to talk some of the guys if it's it's not nice hair you know i I told you about this you know yeah if this thing's got hair from god less hair from god let's mount it yeah you know, because hair from God is pretty rare, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to get that perfect. But, you know, if it's your only time to go, let's mount it. Yeah, right. You know, right. There, there's, if it's got sentimental value, let's mount it. But if it's not got great hair, let's, you know, let's pull a half a half life off. It don't take as much real estate up. And that's right. what we did, too. I had a bunch of pictures of my bear laying. And, th- and this goes back into, like, the decision process of a good taxidermist helping the client in a way that you care, you want the best possible outcome for their art and for their memory i had pictures of my bear laying on his back and you and you said let me see his belly you're like yeah he shed a little bit yeah, on, his light on the belly a little light on the belly like maybe not do a full mount but you know maybe a rug might be perfect or a half mount might work really great yeah and you kind of went over i mean you went into detail show me the one of the rocks that you were doing on one of the half mounts that yeah. you had in the shop and and basically said you can do this with it you can hang it up high because the bottom of the rock is finished you can yeah. hang it low like it's standing um like the rock is on the floor and walk me through all the pro- like the steps, and then by the end of it, you know, I didn't know how to like put into words on what I wanted my mount to look like, but I could tell that you were getting between the lines of me not knowing yep. what I wanted, what what look I wanted. So I left feeling really good about that, yeah. which is what you want attention, which is what you, you want, want, especially yeah, when an right. animal means so much yeah. to you. You well, know, sure. I may never kill another color face bear ever again. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I, you know, when I went and right before I left, I, I talked to Sam a little bit and he was mounting bears, you know, in the shop and you actually were in the middle. You had two bears that he was working on. And so I'm like, okay, what is the live weight of this bear? And I was trying to educate myself as much as possible. And then he was showing me things on the hide. You know, when you go up there, be looking at these things, be look, you know, looking at this. and, And if you can look at him from right side, left side. And that's probably actually what saved me from getting that, like, uh, you know, boar fever, we'll call it, instead yeah, of, sure. you know, buck fever. Because uh-huh. I was actually just focused on studying the hide, study the hide. And I got to see the left side. I got to see the right side. I got to see a skull and the muzzle and the face. And I'm like, yeah. he's not scarred up for a fall bear. I'm like, this is a life-size mountain. See, I'm with me, I, I would be like, yeah, I'm going to think about all that shit. And then when time comes, I'm like, zipping yeah. right out the fucking window, you know, and I'm shooting that bear. No, I mean, it, it legitimately, like, it, it saved me because just knowing me and looking back at the video footage, I should have been shaking like a leaf. Like, holy crap. <laughs> right. You know? Well, bear. experience yeah. in hunting, you know, whitetail, whatever it is, 
some, you know, and every year is different for me, but I didn't get shaky until after I shot oh, that yeah. bear. Yeah, I yeah. fall apart. And that's yeah. an experience. But Hard I was, I think what did that is me talking to guys that had experience bear hunting, um, interviewing you, John, about your big bear, yep. and people just like, look at the bear before you get too excited. I yeah. studied it. Yeah. You know, I did the triangle method on the head, and I'm like, I went into it like, I want to kill. Like right around that Pope and Young type bear, mm-hmm. and that's what I was able to get. I would get, be you know. surprised if that bear does not make Pope and Young. And I was asking, so Austin Chandler and Ross. Ross has two 20-inch bears. Chandler's got like a 17 and an 18, and I was with Clint. Clint's got a – Clint has a bear, a black bear so big that he knows he'll – he wasn't even really concerned about getting a bear because he's like, I know I'll never kill a bigger one, and I'm cool with it. Yeah. Um. I think his was – oh, man, you guys have to talk to him. It, I want to say it was – Almost twenty one or t- right at twenty one, a giant. That's giant. He was with Adam Hayes when he shot his bear, and Adam's like, "You will never see a bear this big ever again. Mm-hmm. Like it's gigantic. You wouldn't believe that yeah. the bears with great big ginormous heads that their skulls aren't that big. I've heard that too. <laughs> they got just a lot of muscle. You know, they look like this guy over here. You know? <laughs> yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the bear heads. Yeah, yeah. you know. But, but it, what I've learned too is like bears are so hard to judge. And even asking guys that live in bear country, you know, I'd ask one dude and he'd be like, uh, 15 inches, but like he didn't care. But then Chandler's like, dude, that bear's gotta be 18 because I have a 17 and 18 and that bear looks maybe a little bigger than my 18. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Like it doesn't matter, but being a Pope and young measurer and I would love to have another species besides a whitetail that made the record book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping he's 18 right at 18. Or better? Yeah, I mean, mine had uh, was uh, twenty and nine, um, but they're in camp. Is Ontario always done this, where they do the tooth sample? Always, always. Yep. Um, they did that in Wyoming. They took the tooth. So, and, and I completely forgot all about it. Like I, I was so like adrenaline dump. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't remember this even happening. And then the other day, I get a letter from Ontario, and I went. Oh shit! So wait, wait they're pissed that I flew my drone. What did I'm they like, do? Oh uh-huh. damn! Um, so. There, uh, Bob Behrman, when he was filling out my paperwork, um, so I could get export, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I could leave Canada with it. Um, he pulled a tooth and there's like a little envelope and they just put a tooth in there and that goes to Ontario. Oh, really? Um, what is the French thing that's on that? Uh, what is that thing? It's like, uh, it's, it's bear, it's French for bear hunter. Um, I, don't know. I, I did it on an Instagram story <laughs> the other French, day. I know it's French fries, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like French for bear hunter. And, uh, anyways, I get this, this envelope comes in the other day. And like I said, I was like, man, I don't know if I got my permit for my drone. I'm like, I really didn't fly it much. Just, uh, you know uh, what I mean? I'm like, yeah. dang it. And I opened it up and it's like a little patch, uh, you know, a really, really nice patch. And then it's a confirmation letter and it states your bear is six years old. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and, so they and I need them for you. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I knew that dope. the bear Part of their, wasn't like, really old program, I guess. because, like, the teeth were really good and the skull socket, the eye sockets were, you know, in, in good condition. Um, so I knew it wasn't going to be a really old, old bear. But, yeah, so he's he was six. He just – That's like, awesome. Yeah. You know, What's the average thinks, life of a deer what, or a bear? Bears can get 25 years old, I, yeah. I believe. No but, shit. You That's, know, Ross said he killed his bear, and he said that he might – been fed some shit when ross killed his i mean he killed some big bears two big bears and he said that he was 24 when he shot it and this guy told him that that bear was 24 years old wow and i don't know how true that is he doesn't know how true that is because we were talking in camp we're like bsing like that dude probably goes how old are you 
Oh, I'm I'm 25. Yeah, that bear's 25 years old. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so he might have been shooting a bunch of shit. Yeah, we were wondering if that's like, how old are you, 29? 29-year-old 29 yeah, bear. How yeah. funny is that? Yeah. You know, everybody everybody thinks that a bear, just because it gets old, it gets big. Well, it's not. It's genetics. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like right. people. I'm short and fat, so I'm going to be short and fat when I'm 90. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, my bear had a dad bod like me, so I was like, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. I relate to that guy. Exactly. Sick. I get it. Take me out ethically. I'll be yeah. cool with that. But it's 100% genetics. It's it's not got nothing to do with age. Yeah. Know? Well, that's the thing I learned, too. Um, I'm kind of glad this turned into another bear episode because I'm still hot on it. I'm still hot on that topic. <laughs> I feel left out here now. That's all right. Yeah. You won't be. You won't Everyone's be. Everyone's yeah. like killing bears be. and shit, and I'm just over here like, yeah. Yep, uh, yeah. You're going in the fall, it sounds like. There you go. Um, but like, they kept saying my bear was like chesty. Like he carried it up in his shoulders and his chest. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it, and I don't know. But not really in the rear end, but he was kind of like longer. I don't know. You yeah. know, I don't know what I'm looking at. Not yeah. enough donuts. Well, and you know, like Sam was talking about earlier, as far as like the talent that I, that I see, because I'm, you know, I'm fortunate that I get to be in there one, two, sometimes three days a week, yeah. you know, and I get to see Sam working on these mm-hmm. bears. And when he was doing my bear, and I know he's done this with other bears, the amount of modification cutting these forms because like he said he's a on a whole nother level of taxidermy in the game so he's not going to take a standard form you know what i mean and just call it well good. we're going to make it, it just fit wrap that a skin form. around it right and one, then, one out of 20 maybe they'll fit you know yeah right, yeah right and then like with mine you know he was going through the process with me he's like look your bear carried so much more weight we need to we need to fill out the shoulders and the chest of this bear. Yeah. And I mean, what we, we split it in half in two different places yep. and then split it, you know, top to bottom again yep. and added width to it. I'm like, geez, oh, peace. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he had like a, a week of, of fucking time. work. We added yeah. like four inches to each leg. Yeah. I mean, oh, in length? Oh, yeah. 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 He was legs. like a basketball player. You know what I mean? So, no so, so you go back, you know, John John had a specific pose in mind, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it a dozen times. And uh, he was at the ATA show, and I was getting ready to alter this bear, you know? And I'm like, damn, I wish he was here. Mm-hmm. You know, because I really want to give give him what he wants exactly you know plus i want to get my picture taken you know i like to get my picture taken that's that's the funnest thing i do you know i think i'm pretty good looking personally that's i wasn't gonna say nothing but you are attractive i I am i am attractive guy so and i I love people to get to see how good looking i am of course i mean that's that's a good thing but anyway get back to the story (laughs) you got the body you gotta want to show it off yeah yeah john's out the ata right and i know he's busy working yeah you know but i gotta call him so yeah you know, it's a this, worthy call. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. The, the pose that we talked about, I couldn't get anything even close to a 545-pound bear. <laughs> this the, the, the form was a 300-pound bear at best. Yeah. Okay. Solid problem to have, John. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. So, <laughs> and the leg, John wanted one leg up, one leg back, and, you know, he, he had a specific, just exactly what he wanted, you know? Yeah. Well, this freaking bear, the wrong leg was up, the wrong leg was back, mm-hmm. you know, but it was doing basically kind of what John wanted. Yeah. So I told John, you need to show me exactly. Well, he literally made a pose, <laughs> no. a John pose. Somebody <laughs> took his picture, right? And he drew in the tree where he wanted it. <laughs> Shipped it to me. So <laughs> You need to get a side-by-side of that. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You need you a side-by-side of that. It, it, it was cool. It was cool. And so I called John. I said, is there any way I can take the other leg up? He's like, well, yeah. And then we got to talk. And, you know, this thing, he, th- this six-year-old was pretty well endowed. Mm-hmm. And John's got him standing up. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, straight up. Big right? piece. Yes. Big so, piece. Then, so then we start talking about <laughs> John's wife having to look at this well-endowed bear. Rest <laughs> Making me feel inferior the yeah, rest yeah, of my yeah, life. Yeah. So we decided, well, maybe that leg being up might kind of hide a little bit of that uh, <laughs> yeah. junk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. <laughs> So it, it ended up we got we pulled that pose off. Yeah, we did. Just just the opposite leg was up than what he yep. wanted. But and he made a good point that I wasn't even thinking about. You know, I I in my head had a position. Um, is it's a black bear. I didn't want to have this snarling, aggressive right. black bear. Right. Um, but I did want him upright. You know, just show how because he how was a he very was. long, long bear. I mean, he was seven two. Yeah. Um, See a so, foot in a, a foot in a bear. What I've learned, and an inch in the skull is like two different animals. Like my bear is six foot, yeah. your bear is a seven foot. Like I can't imagine another foot on my bear. And I've seen like a seventeen to an eighteen inch bear looks like a different animal yeah. from, from what I know. And yeah. I don't know shit. But. Yeah. Well, and that's why they're <laughs> measured in sixteenths because exactly. Yeah. It's right. Such a big difference. But he, you know, I wasn't even thinking about having this thing spread eagle. With his with his bits and pieces hanging out his for baby everybody, bird. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for everybody to look at forever. And I'm like, I better oh. get that one right. You know, they're gonna be seeing that joke. Yeah, his and I was bits like, and pieces. Yeah, I'm like, dude. I'm like, I am so glad that yeah, we have that your kids for the rest of their life. Yeah, <laughs> like that's horrible, man. That would just suck. you just like, got a leaf over it. Yeah, right. a little loincloth. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, that's I'd be staring at that forever. So he made a he made a good call on that. I'm glad. That's fine. And our junk we build is really junk. I mean, I take uh, in bear camp. I cast all. I got all kinds of different sizes of junk. Do you I do the cast. same thing where you close your eyes and feel it up. You know, I do. <laughs> I really do. I, I hate to tell that because you know I've talked about my my man crush on Bob Behrman, my man crush on John Mulligan. Now I'm telling you, I'm feeling up bear junk. You know, your, your listeners are going to think I'm some kind of weird dude, and I'm really not that weird. No, you're just a great taxidermist. Yeah, I'm really is. not that weird. But yeah, I do fill that junk up. Dude, dude the old barn taxidermy dick game is strong. strong. <laughs> Super strong. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, that was amazing, by the way. Close good. your eyes. Just close your eyes. And- good one. Okay, here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transfer this. It's going down a dark hole here, but I'm still going to talk about bear dicks. The dark um, arts here. The dark hole in a bear dick. That's a bad deal. <laughs> Bears have bone, legit bones yes. in their dicks. Yeah, swizzle sticks. And I kept it, uh-huh. and I'm going to make it into a drink mixer. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. And right. everyone can judge me for that. No. Just no. don't have a drink in my house, then. Hey, yeah. Yeah. hey. rad. <laughs> Sick. Sick. What? Yeah. So do you? is that a thing? That is a thing. Because yep. Chandler, I got the idea from him, because yeah. he has a, a couple, and... He was going to use his as a drink mixer at the old Lord Chandler bar, but his wife wouldn't let him. Yeah. See, in our camp, we have a big dick contest, and it's got nothing to do with our own private joke. <laughs> well, it's your we, bear dick. It's our bear yeah. dick. Not your bear yeah. dick, we, but yeah. bear dick. We, yeah. we skin them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so skin it, boys. I should go grab mine because what's the you record? you have it here? Yeah, it's out in the garage. I can go grab it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like dry. It's a, It's the bone. But it's right. like yeah. taken care of, right? Yeah. I think that's how they get bone. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it come from bears. It might. It, it might, might be a bear bears thing. or it, yeah. it, so. It's bears, raccoons, and raccoons. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. full salute all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd uh, be more yeah. like a raccoon. Mine was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I want to say seven and a half. Uh, but there was another one in seven camp. and a half. Yeah, there was another one in camp that week that was seven and a half, and it was like that's a three hundred really pound mean, bear. That really means it was four. Yeah, yeah no right, 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 right. Yeah. Mine is probably it's um probably five. Yeah. 
It ain't no seven. Not, my my bear was no seven. My bear was just like the average dude it, it on the campus. Could have been cold out there. You said you had snow. It was colder that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm not there to judge him. Yeah, it's like, don't, like, don't, it's like don't look at me. He was a grower, not a shower. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if that works if you actually have a bone in your wing. I mean, honestly, I did not think we were going to talk about bear decks on the episode tonight. Well, it's it worthy. Oh, it's fucking it's taxidermy related. It's taxidermy. It's anatomy. It's anatomy. Here's anatomy. And you it's gotta think fun. about that shit. Here's yeah. the thing: you go to a dude's place and he's got a bear dick as his drink mixer. That's a man's man right there. It's a bad mofo. Dude it's a means bad business. Mofo. You know what the cool thing, thing about bears is? People who like I, bears are cool. Like a bear is a bear. It's badass. Yeah, they're an animal you have to respect because I mean they could eat you. They yeah. could eat you. Yeah, like they probably won't. They probably won't. But if they want to, they could. They could, they could for sure. You yeah. know the odds of a deer killing you. That eh, could happen. Not very well, and good. And a deer's though. not going to climb a tree and get you. No, no. My bear, I've been in trouble. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, the second bear I've ever seen. First day on the mountain, shoot my bear. He goes over and falls. The other bear came back and was there till dark, yeah. and it just mows it off all slow. I was a little nervous to get down because I didn't know. I don't have any experience with this. I don't know where that bear's at. I'm like that bear looked like I could see him laying. I'm like I think he's dead, but he could. He could get up and have like playing possum, three. You know? That it, yeah. looking at his paw, it took him three seconds to wipe me out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I don't know if I mentioned it whenever um, I, I I talked about my bear on the last podcast. The um, I left a trail camera. I had a camera on video mode at the at the bait, mm-hmm. and I forgot it. So the next morning, I'm like, oh man, I can't go back to Iowa and leave a trail camera out in the woods. So yeah. I went back to retrieve it, and then I'm like, oh, I wonder what's on there. I wonder what came in last night. You know what I mean? Yeah. To the, right. to the barrel. And then you see a video clip of me walking past the camera, and then I come out, uh-huh. and that's when I was coming back to go get Bob so we could get the Argo. But while I'm gone to go recover my bear that died 30 yards from the trail camera, mm-hmm. another bear comes in. I never heard him. He was 30 yards from oh, go, me. So you were at your bear? Yes. And another bear came in past you? To the bait. Yep. Oh, shit. In, wait, in between by the time you walked in... Yep. A bear comes in and then you leave? Yep. And then oh, we, Jesus. so then when I came out <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, and walked past the camera, obviously he wasn't, you know, he wasn't there then. I don't know if he, you know, got spooked off or whatever. And then when we came back with the Argo, you see the headlights come into the camera frame. That's cool. And that's and what scares off another bear. Oh, gee. Yeah, so, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, th- there was another bear. I'm guessing he was probably 350 to 400. And he was 30 yards from me. I'm on the ground, and I never knew he was there. They're just they're so quiet. Big, man. soft kind of, pads on their yeah, feet. You it's know? freaky. It, it's, it's pretty freaky. They're fascinating. I know our listeners are either really into the bear talk and are like, I got to kill a bear now if they haven't, or they're tired of it. But I think, you know, because I was kind of that way. Like, it was always on the list, mm-hmm. but not – I mean, John, I don't know if you remember us talking. Yeah. I mean, it's been a little bit now about when you killed your bear. It's on the list. But then I had the opportunity to spur the moment to do it, and I had the vacation time, so yeah. I did it. And now I'm like, they're fascinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. kind of moved it up on the list more. You know, uh, again, yeah, like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A, white, right. a whitetail guy, and I, I hear this a lot, you know, they want to go up and they don't want to hunt over a bait. I mean, that's kind of a, a thing that yeah. a lot of guys right. just, they, I talked know, to Sam about They this. just, you know, I don't, I, I want to go kill them. I, I don't want to hunt over a bait, but they don't understand what that experience is about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's no different putting a food plot in. Right, you sure. know, it's it's right. sure. it's, it's, a, it's the same kind of thing. But like where we hunt in Ontario, it's so thick. Yeah, you can't spot. It's the only way to like actively control them and yeah. actively like harvest. Well, 
Clint Casper, our buddy that's on the show a lot, he does a lot of Western bear, like Montana. He goes, I think he said, and I might be wrong by the percentage here, but if I remember correctly, I think spot and stock bears in the Western states is like 3% success yeah, it's, rate. It's, it's, like, it can be done. It can be done, yeah. Yeah, but you got to have some time. you got to be Jim Shockey or something to do. He's been three <laughs> or four times with his bow, and I don't even know if he's drawn his bow back yet. Yeah. He's yeah. seen bears, but not like one that he wanted to shoot, you know. But if anybody that's, that's tired of listening about bears, they don't understand. Well, I think once they, they go, will. Start. Oh, my Lord. It's yeah, it's an adrenaline rush like no other. For sure. You know? And, you know, I'm, I, I talk about it a, little, a lot outside of this podcast just with my friends. I like Canada. I just oh, I thoroughly Canada enjoy too. Canada. I might actually enjoy Canada just as much as I love bears. I mean, I mean, I can tell you flavored potato chips. I haven't been up there fishing or hunting, but I was up fishing? there fishing, yeah. and it was freaking gorgeous up yeah. there. Yep, yeah, it's it's super cool. I'm and you know, getting to go up there um, to Ontario, you know, with Sam because Sam's like a damn local at this point. <laughs> Everyone you know knows I mean? about that. Yeah, 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 he's almost dual residency. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It, it's like I got my. Green you could card. probably claim that yeah, since, my green since card. you're out there so <laughs> oh, much. I do. I do. <laughs> well, they accepted me. You know what I mean? Just because I was with Sam. Sam. Yeah. Right, so right, right. Um, it made the experience so much yeah. cooler because everybody was just instantly so nice and and, and it was well, funny and hearing his a, stories. Right. And it's a bunch of hunters too, so you know you're walking into a great group of guys already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even before you get there, you know, in Nipigan, that's the little town we hunt out of. I I think there might be what two thousand people in Tops. that town. Yeah, and out of the two thousand, you know, half of them are hunters, right? And I, you know, and to them, to the Canadians, the bears are like raccoons are down here. They they don't enthuse them. They don't want them around, right? You know, so it's not like they're in there chasing your buck on the property next to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, they want you. They want the american hunter to come up and and harvest a bear i mean they're happy for you yeah if you're that's that's a great thing too if you're hunting a bear in canada they know that you're from the lower 48 you're not local yeah (laughs) because they don't they don't they don't don't even mess with them no No, not at all Uh, so there's no competition you know you're not coming in on anybody's um just when you were walking before you walked in we were talking about the comparison like whitetails yeah man that's my whitetail right that's a thing Nobody's naming bears in Ontario. No. I can tell you that right now. That's funny. Yep. It's that's a thing here. Doing having more experience and doing some of these Western hunts, it's I think it's I love whitetails always will. I'm rooted to that and mm-hmm. I just love whitetails. I do. But I hope when people if you haven't hunted out west, the adventure and the not knowing anything really about the animals, like yeah. you're learning it all. Like yeah. it's that to me makes me hungry to do western hunts more and more mm-hmm. and <clears throat> honestly when i i hunted you know south dakota and then oregon and then came home for whitetails my first day in the stand i was like this sucks oh yeah mm-hmm. dude like, i want to run around run a gun i'm telling yeah. you run a gun make it happen yeah. not wait for it to happen i mean you know you're, ma- to you're trying to right, exactly yeah, yeah. hunt mule deer because you're just walking all day long that's all you're doing yeah, yeah. For sure. I told Sam this. I said, I, you know, I'm a whitetail guy. That's what I cut my teeth on. Um, but as time goes on, every season, it's like I keep thinking about western hunts more. And I think about yeah. bear hunts. And I think about other locations. Same thing. Rip and run. And then you go sit in a tree stand and you're just kind of like, huh. Yeah. Well, this kind of sucks. It does suck. Yeah. I feel like I need to get on the ground and walk <laughs> yeah, around. Walk around a little bit. You That's know, fair, though. I don't think anyone can blame us for that. It's no, adventure. No. Yeah. Right. yeah, I love shooting antelope too. 
Dude. Yes. I mean, that's that's my other love. Oh, I'm going back. Mm-hmm. You guys mounted my first antelope ever. It's not a giant, but spot and stock antelope, first day, second stock. Like, I dude, I was so happy. Isn't yeah. it cool? I'm, yeah, dude, I love it. I'm going back this year yeah. uh, to South Dakota with my boys, and yeah. now I'm going to try and hold out for, like, Pope and Young caliber mm-hmm. type yeah. antelope. And I hunt, uh, I hunt in Wyoming. I've been doing that for years. We uh, we just got one nice little area that uh-huh. we, we always draw. We know where all the boundaries are. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do it every year. I used to, yeah. you know. But I used to go like the last week of archery season, first day of rifle season, because all you got to do, you know, you buy your antelope tag in Wyoming, and then you buy an archery permit to hunt mm-hmm. it with archery. Right. So then we would hunt, you know, five six days with our bow, and if we didn't get one, then you whack one with the gun, you know. Right, right, home. yeah. But uh, you guys man. do amazing antelope work too. Um, we could do a bunch of them, dude. I when I was there, dropped off my bear. Julian on his in his workstation had a. Like a pedestal uh, style antelope yeah. mount, and I do that beautiful. Oh yeah, antelopes gorgeous mounted. I mean, the, they're just absolutely they they're they're I very beautiful. Animals. The coloration and just the and what I like about it too is, you know, I enjoy when people who don't hunt don't know anything about hunting. It's not in their realm. Like most of it's, um, you know, I have a few friends that don't hunt, but it's rare nowadays. Like right. most of them are hardcore guys. What's Those, wrong? What's wrong with them? They just don't get it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're just, yeah. I don't know what they're yeah. missing, but yeah. it's very rare nowadays. Almost might all be, my friends are might great. Be testicles. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Small bear dicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's mostly my, my wife's side, uh, her family and all that, but just people are like, what is that? Where do they live? Like, they've never seen an antelope before. Uh-huh. Right. You know? So, right. I mean, you guys do quite a few antelope every year, don't we you? We do. Uh, you know, we have a shop right outside of of uh, Denver, Colorado. Mm, perfect. So, yeah, we're in Frederick right now, uh, getting ready to move. I think to Longmont. I think is the town we're moving to. Mm-hmm. But uh, last year, I think I don't know. We did what thirty-eight bears. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and, 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 or antelope rather. And yeah, did yeah. them and did them in like spurts where it would be like eighteen in this group and then like ten in this group. Yeah. And you know what I mean. Yeah. So I'd go in there some weeks and I'm like, holy shit, it's an yeah. antelope the whole, herd, the, whole, the whole herd's there. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with our shop out there, I. Uh, Actually, I bought a, a gentleman out uh, named Tim Cooley, and Tim actually moved back to Iowa, uh-huh. and that was his shop. He kind of he, you know, he took it from it, the baby up to a monster. It was a mm-hmm. nice shop, and he just had some life changes and, yeah. and and you know wife thing, and and needed to move closer to some kids, basically. Right. But uh, we left one taxidermist out there, so we have one full time guy there, and this kid, he's a young kid, but he just is incredible with mule deer and and elk. So I leave the mule deer and elk out there, and we bring oh, yeah. everything back to Iowa. You know, the bears, the antelope, all the birds, yeah, yeah. the fish, everything comes to Iowa, and then it gets mounted. And then Linda and I, we truck out there about every six weeks with a whole trailer load of done stuff. No kidding. Yeah, so it works out really nice. That's, That's awesome. where you get caught up on all the podcast stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you know, honest to God, when I leave Fort Madison, I got you guys on, and when I come back to Fort Madison, I got you on. That's it means awesome. a lot, man. So, that does mean a lot. Oh, I love them. I'm surprised I, you don't hate us. No, just opposite. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think you're being nice just because you're in the studio, but no, I do appreciate that. No, it's it's cool. You know, I'm, I'm an old fart. You know, I kind of... I kind of Dusty, so I didn't know what podcast <laughs> Dusty. was until recently. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, you know, I, I I heard about it, but I didn't. Yeah. So I got I'm like, wow, this is really freaking fun here. Well, so. it's like you know, it's it's a new thing because it's like internet based. Yeah. But it's an old thing, yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, it's a radio, radio show. Talk yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what's cool about it because you can turn a podcast on about anything you're into. Yeah. You know, and, and they have podcasts on everything you're into. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
literally. But yeah, no, that's what's great. Like, um, it's just cool. I love it. I love doing it. We have a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's cool when people listen. You know, I joke around like that, and I I can't. I don't get it because I I listen to some podcasts. Well, I guess I should put myself like in my own shoes from that angle. Like, I, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, and yep. I don't listen to any hunting podcasts. Some. Yeah. I'm trying to dabble in deeper, but yeah. Um, I've got a couple of hunting ones I I like to listen to. Um, yeah. Just one of them because it's a good friend of mine, you know. So I listen to that. And, yeah, and it's got some nice, some fun content. I, I enjoy that. Yeah, uh, love love listening to you guys. I Appreciate mean, that, man. You know, I don't, I don't. You know, I I live right where I work. Yeah, so it's not like I got to commute to listen to <laughs> right. a right. podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, about, like when I know about two minutes a day, yeah, like, to a podcast. Yeah, like when I know John's <laughs> going to be on, or I know some special somebody that I know that, then you know, I'll kick it on and, and listen to it for sure right then. But I can usually, you know, in eighteen, nineteen hours, I can catch up on a lot of your, a lot of your stuff. All right. That's a haul, man. Yeah, I mean, you can pile up on sometimes eighteen episodes. You know, oh yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's cool though. Oh, it works out good, man. Like. You know, it's. I, I, I could even have to go pee sometimes. I'd be sitting in the truck, got to pee, and I got to finish listening to you. <laughs> I think one time I might have pissed my pants, <laughs> dude. If, sure. if that actually bit. happened, and if you if that ever happens, you just get me a photo, and I'll frame of, of yeah. your piss pants, and then we'll take I'm a thinking, picture. And, I think it depends. Oh damn! Yeah, you know, I'm getting old enough. I hey. might be able to pull that off. You, there you, you go. You just become the most efficient podcast listener of yeah. all time. Yeah. You're willing to piss your pants yeah. to finish well, that'd our be content. Cool. <laughs> that'd that actually, be cool. That actually is really cool. <laughs> I won't get any tax return work ever again. You're on our show. By this point, everyone's like, "Hell yeah, I want a tax return." <laughs> piss his pants, so he's getting our shit done. <laughs> It's no, awesome. but I, I love your podcast. It's, it's really cool. Well, we love being partners with you guys, yep. man. It's yeah. it's. I think this is just really the beginning. Oh yeah, you know because we're getting to know Baby you steps. so well. We're, right. we're becoming frequent at the shop and getting to see everything. You know, I I know Julian, good friends with Johnny, of course. Yeah, we're yep. becoming great friends. It's it's turning into it just makes sense. Yeah, great and, family. and it always turns into a family thing. Yeah, yeah. you know great what I'm family. saying. I mean, you just take you just. Start loving on one another. That's the main thing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like, I'm learning a lot about, like, business relationship in the industry and stuff. And sometimes things just don't work out. But the ones that do, you find you find that common ground and you build the friendships. And it just kind of it just snowballs in. It's easy. Yeah. It's effortless. It's effortless partnership. And that's what it should be. Good yeah. people find good people. That's yeah. right. Oh, absolutely. It's 100%. Good. You know how Sam and I met in the first place. Um we knew of each other, but didn't know each other personally. Mm-hmm. And there was a, you know, some mutual people in between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and it, it made sense. We were able to, to meet up and it came in at perfect timing. You know, it's yeah. when I was making that decision to go freelance, he was looking for somebody to come in and help out with some marketing stuff. Yeah. And, Influencer. And so when that, when that whole thing kind of started, you know, picking up steam, and then, you know, I come to Sam, I'm like, hey, these guys are working class. Like, yeah, that's what I was just going to bring yeah, up. You know, yeah, this is yeah. what oh, this yeah. rolled into our relationship. That's how it all started. 100%. Yeah. I'm like, I think, I think we need a podcast. And I think that their platform and their, you know, their niche, their audience, like this fits perfectly in with Old Barn and a lot of all this, you know, the synergy of all the yeah. stories yeah. of how everything comes yeah. together. And you, you probably don't have a whole lot of 1% money watching. No. We, yeah. No. That's not what we're looking for. No. Right. And, you know, we're working class bow hunter, you know, yeah. the one percent yeah. money. I mean I'm sure I, a few do. A few, yeah. Right. A few for sure. sure. Uh well, I mean maybe not for sure, but maybe a few. The 
we kind of talked about this before we started recording, you know, I think it's easy to get wrapped up in the industry and the business side of things and want to impress industry peers and all this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've kind of having a hard change of thought because it's like we work with who we work with, the people who give us a chance, because we're like one of the first, we've been doing this five and a half years. We were one of the first podcasts to say fuck and say shit, whatever we wanted to say. And a lot of people were like, yikes, like at first, but then it was, but that's industry people. And as we roll into it, it's like, we're not doing this show for the industry. Yes, we have industry partners, and right. they supported us through knowing how we are. Yeah. We're not doing it for them. Right. They're just with us. They're supporting us. They're helping us. We're helping them. I love that relationship. Yep. But we're doing this for people who listen, not the industry. Right. You know, it is important to be in the industry to a point um, in the right ways. But if... So-and-so from Outdoor Channel says, hey, you might not want to use the F-bomb on your podcast. Hey, probably not a good idea to do this. I'm like, well, are you the dude that's working all day welding and cutting or you know, working on the pipeline, jamming our podcast? Yeah. No, you're fucking not. No. Yeah. You know, so that's who this podcast is for, is for those people. If we're helping you get through your workday, that's who we're doing it for, oh, you know? 100%. So if the industry yeah. is mad at us, it's probably just because we called them out on some bullshit. Yeah, so absolutely. just know that to our listeners, you know, if the industry starts getting mad at us, it's because we probably said, hey, you're doing something fucking wrong, and we called them for it. So, right. yeah. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. You know, I'm cool with making enemies in the game if I know I'm doing it for the right reasons. Right, right. absolutely. Yeah. You know, right. so, but that's that just goes to show our partners that we've had um, and building great relationships and that support us for a long time. You know, they're for it. Yeah. You know, they're for the people. You know, and most, sorry, I got kind of went on a tangent. Most people say fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's, it happens. That's, I mean, that's not something that's uncommon. You no, know, well, yeah, most hunters do in camp, and you're letting loose. Like you said, right. yeah. you know, I like to have some drinks in camp and let loose, and it's vacation. Yeah. It's time to escape. You know? yeah. It's shop yeah. talk. You know, and the people yep. that don't want to hear fuck, they don't have to listen. Yeah, it's they a, don't. It's, US, yeah. it's United States of America here. It, and, and we don't have to say that to be edgy or whatever, no. but it's just how I talk. Yeah. It's how Eric talks, how Steve mm-hmm. talks. We all know that. But, um, you know, look, you got to look at in, in what I've – watch you know through john and you guys is the ethical part of what you represent your yeah. ethics are above most everybody's ethics yeah mm-hmm. you yeah know what i'm saying i mean you i guys, appreciate that you guys take the hard line on poaching you take the hard line on trespassing you take the yeah. hard lines you know and that's what we want to teach our kids our kids are going to hear the f-bomb oh that's yeah no happen. matter where they go yeah, yeah. that's going to happen I, I got my kids in private school in here yeah of course you know what i'm saying well you can't escape it instagram no, you, facebook you, tiktok yeah yeah but but just <laughs> the stance this the stance that you take and i know you take it mm-hmm. and i know it's i know it's not the popular stance it's not not right. in the industry surprisingly no, no but man I, my hat's off appreciate that wow. yeah, well, we've always took that stance you know it's and it's easy for a lot of people to maybe be influenced from other directions to do shady things that people aren't looking. I get that to a point. Like, people fuck up. I get it. People, that's But life happens. Life happens. You know, things, not every situation is black and white. No. Right. But I just, hunting means a lot to me. And it's yeah. hunting's the one thing that's kept my life, uh, kept me motivated in life. Yeah. And I care deeply about it. That's, that's like our taxidermy shop. You know, I don't, I don't want the poachers. 
No, you can't. You and, can't and, have and, them. And they know I don't want the poachers. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you if something's not poached. I don't know. You know, somebody could poach something, put a tag on it. I don't know the difference. Right. Sure. It's you not know? your job to dig into it at that point. Like no. You're a taxidermy no. shop. But, you know, like like our, our local CO, I mean, you know, Ben, uh, John's good friends with him. I'm good friends with him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he knows who the guys are that are taking to the – or what taxidermist firms are taking to poach heads. Right, right. You know, that's not us. Right. Yeah. You know, and if we do happen to have one and, and we have a CEO call, I say, yeah, it's here. Come get it. You yeah. Know, I, right. I didn't know it was poached. It's not, like I said, I'm not I'm not the cops. It's not your job right. to dig into that. I'm not that. the cops exactly. at all, but it's my job to say, yeah, I have that. If you want it, come and get it, you know. Yeah. And all the years I've been doing this, I've had three things confiscated. Mm-hmm. Three. Just and, that, and that's pretty good odds, for, you know, considering I've how much you take in. I've yeah. done thousands, of, and I've had three things confiscated. So then poachers don't come because they know, you know, we, we yeah. try to. They're we, trying to hide that shit low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we try to run. There's a taxidermy a little bit shop. Higher, uh, higher. They're, they're taking it in the back door. Yeah, there's two you doors. Know. The one with the bricks falling off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this yeah. one don't even have bricks falling off. No, no. Well, and that's, you know, I, I think uh, I heard it somewhere. Um you take the tagged animals in the front door and the untagged animals through the back door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Of certain yeah. shops. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's, that's the coolest thing. Like I said, man, when Sam and I first hooked up and I was starting, you know, starting this freelance, this, this Avenue. And I'm like, like, man, I, I hope, I really hope this works. And being in the shop and seeing the way they do things. And, and I've heard the private conversations where they're like, you know what? We probably ought to call that client and let him know, like, there's a part of his hide that I'm not real happy with, and yeah, I want to make sure he gets the best piece. I hear these little things, right? And, I, and I'm just like, "Fuck yes, I'm working yeah. for a good, solid yeah. company." You, you know what hear. I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, I mean, I needed the money. You know what I mean? Like, I, I needed to get things up and rolling. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't believe Johnny so, could buy eat Roman noodles for what I pay him." <laughs> <laughs> Twice a week, <laughs> Damn. the shrimp, yeah. the shrimp flavored ones. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, but <laughs> nice. I mean, in all seriousness, though, like Sam, they they do such an amazing job down there, and having that family culture, you know, yep. it's like he's mentioned, the whole family works there. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like his sons and, and 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 Linda, and it's um, they've made me feel like uh, a part of the family, and then that is infectious in the work that you see going out, yeah. and then all of their clients repeat mm-hmm. clients they're like family like they i mean if i'm like a stepson the clients are cousins you yeah. know what i mean right. yeah. So, yeah yeah well and the first cool. time the first time that i went down there was for the party down there i was yeah. down hunting down that way yep. so i'm like oh, i'll swing by you know and you walk in and right away you feel like family yeah you yep. feel like family within 20 minutes there we're taking a tour you know we're bullshitting with sam you know and yeah. everyone's just telling deer stories and it was a it was a fucking blast that yeah. that party was just Huge. I wish I would have been there the whole time. I was hunting and showed up late, but yeah. I yeah. felt the same way too. I showed even showed up late, but even going to the shop anytime to pick up a critter or whatever, yeah. walk in and like Linda's chatting with me. What's up, Kurt? How you been? And yeah. then everyone's like, Hey man, what's going on? Like I'm you don't feel like it's not uncomfortable anymore. Yeah. 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 Right. So yeah. it's cool. It's gotta the, be an experience. And and just to mention this too, if any of you guys out there, girls, have a turkey that is still in your freezer, <laughs> get it over to Old Barn so they can There's get another it. box of Roman noodles. You know, tell you. He's earning it. He's earning it. Like he's working for, flavor. Yeah. I'm working for I got to tell you, I, I got to tell you, and, and just all props to John. When John come in, we were doing some okay social media, but I'm not, a, you know, I'm old. Yeah, yeah. And my youngest son, dusty. Colton. Just he, use the word dusty. Yeah, I'm dusty. dusty. My youngest son, Colton, <laughs> he, he's really coming on to himself. Yes. He's yep. doing a good job. Yep. 
But John came in. He said, are you taking pictures? Everybody leaves here some out. I said, occasionally. He said, I am going to kick your ass <laughs> if you don't have a picture of everybody who leaves that shop with a mount. So I started at Happy Hunters, that hashtag Happy Hunters. Yeah. People love that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, if I forget to post one, yeah. I get a text. Hey, man, I've never seen my picture yet, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, mine so. was, I left with my two bucks, and I, I was just getting in and out. I didn't know what John was up to, and John lives right next to it. On my way home, I get a call, or t- you text me. Hey, fucker, yeah. I live 15 minutes from Old Barn. <laughs> You're going to go there and not call me? Yes, and I'm buddy. like, call. I'm like dude, I'm sorry. Da, 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 you know, and my photo had been posted. Yeah. Sorry. As soon as I left. So it's cool. It is neat. Yeah. It's, it's so he knew right away that you were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was I like, yeah, I should have let him know. He could I smell you. Yeah. I, I, I admit, hey, bud, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, and it, it's so, it's so, like I said, it's so cool because, like, the happy hunters, like, no person should ever leave that shop without getting their picture taken, you know, with, because sure. we all like to get our name in the paper. We all like to see yep. ourselves on well, that. From a marketing standpoint, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because sure. they share it. Yeah. So now, you know, you got their three, four hundred, maybe thousand people seeing it, you yep. know, sure. from a marketing, you know, and I, it just totally went right over my yeah. head. You know? That stuff's easy to miss because it's right in front of you. It's yeah. just, yeah, he, he's he's incredible with Mark. Well, John, right. I mean, he's, he's I've been it. hunting down in your backyard for years, and I didn't even know about you. Guys. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're we're working on that. You won't even be able to say the word whitetail without Old Barn uh, Facebook sending you an, an Old yeah. Barn ad. <laughs> yeah, we're, we 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 decided to step it up a level. Yeah, our advertising That's this good. year. Yeah, good. Know? I mean, you got to yeah. right. You know. Yeah, it's you know we got to what we got to do is. Figure out how to way to infiltrate the wives' brains to let more taxidermy into the living rooms of yeah. these hardcore hunters. So Kelly called it the house of death the other day. Lovely room of death. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's something that I, that I try to dig into when we're when we're talking about it. Somebody brings in a nice piece. I kind of want to know where you're putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Is mama going to want you to have it in the garage, you know? Yeah. Because it makes a difference as far as... Not the quality of the mount you get, but maybe... The position. Yeah, or, well, maybe you don't want to spend the extra money for a wall pedestal or this or that. Sure. You just can't really get it up to enjoy it, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know? Because, you know, as you go stepping that stuff up, it all costs more money, and mm-hmm. everybody's got a budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm I'm a strong believer in price of high, watch it die, or price of low, and watch it go. You know, we're, we're not the, the most expensive. I mean, yeah. we're, but we're a little more money than a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, you know, I, I like to bring them in and I say, is this going to go in the garage? No, no, it gets to go, you know. Yeah, right. In the living room. Well, then let's do something spectacular. Yeah, you're right. Gonna, you're going to sit and look at that every night. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. literally when, every night. You know, when you're sitting there and mom's watching Hallmark Channel, and that's what we watch <laughs> in my house. I could tell you every episode and who falls in love with who. <laughs> you know, every day. <laughs> every day. So, you know, what do I do? I sit there and I look at my deer mountain. You know, and I'm like, oh. Yep, I'm watching this with you, babe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm paying oh, attention. Yeah. Yeah. I bet she falls in love with him. Yeah. Because I've seen it 42 times. Now. <laughs> exactly. Same old story. Yeah. But, I mean, I do that too. You know, that's my old lady would never tell me. Like, you know, it's always a thing like, oh, I got, I brought two home. I got to rearrange everything. And I'm going to. Like, I got all right. the full range systems. I'm going to, uh, I'm trying to fit eight deer on Aren't that those wall. full range amazing? Dude, incredible. It's a game changer. Uh, it's yeah. It's it is a game changer. Yeah. They are for sure. It's even nice for my shop. I can fit more deer in. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and Sam's cool with it, man. Like she thinks it's neat. It's kind of like I love your wife's name. The right? thing, yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's why I might be attracted to you. I don't know what it is. Know. <laughs> Something with the, the it must just, be the name. Just the name. It's yeah. Gotta be the name. It's all it needs. I, I think it's my looks, but 
Well, it's a little both. <laughs> the name helped. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It just makes it easier for me. It goes there. <laughs> it goes there. So when I text you, I say, hey, babe. You don't have to remember. Hey, babe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Wrong Sam. Yeah. Oh, wrong Sam. Uh, I, I mean, wondered right, Sam. why I got <laughs> that. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Kissing emojis. It's just what it is. Yeah. My phone is honey one, honey two. You there you go. Yeah. I like that. My one or two. Um, I don't even remember I was going. I got oh, so distracted. Shit, call out. Um, <laughs> Holla. <laughs> <laughs> I literally forgot what I was talking about. Full range systems. Full range systems. Um, Sticking stuff in your living room. Yep. Anyway, I don't remember, but I do the look around. <laughs> yeah. Like before I go to bed, I kind of look around and I'm, yeah. I give the salute to the boys. And yeah. I'm like, you tell everyone good night, yeah. pat them on yeah. the head. Good job. Yeah. Give them a little yeah. scratch out in the yeah. air. Good job. Yeah. I mean, but my wife, I guess we're probably getting to, she understands how much it means to me. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's our, this is what I was going to say. It's the cool thing. Like, we're the house with the deer heads. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. my right. daughter loves them. Every morning wakes up, deer. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing she says. Yeah. That's her thing. Yeah. I walk around, she pets them. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. taxidermy is a part of my life. That's yeah. why I, I'm. I'm helping my daughter raise some youngsters. Uh, we yeah. have, we have three of them living at our house and, uh, they tell everybody we're hunting family. That's cool. Mm-hmm. We're hunting family. That's cool. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. What do they think of the taxidermy shop? I mean, I tell you, they love it, they, and they run back and forth all the time. Yeah. The, the problem I have is that they're very social, you know, because they've grown up around people, right? Yeah. So, yeah people coming and going you all know, the time. They sure. come in and, and and they're like, "My grandpa wins awards." <laughs> <laughs> Doing the bragging for you. Yeah. Yeah. They'll go over there, see all these awards. My grandpa won all these awards. Yeah. He's the best tax there is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just you know gleam. You're like, like yes, yes. <laughs> you know, because. I don't like to brag on myself, but I do. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, but it works out great. Make your grandkids do it for when you. Say, My grandpa's the best. Yeah. <laughs> My grandpa does bears. Did you know he does bears? My grandpa does a really good bear. Yeah. That's what, you're in good like, hands here. Yeah, it's fine. Like, you know, go on about your way, guys. I mean, That's what, the, oh, the excuse them. They're, they're going to be so. great salesmen when they you grow know, up. They are. You never know what's going to come out of their mouth. Yeah, oh, they're oh, silly. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm sure they'll be taxidermist. I mean, the the oldest one now, he's eight, and uh, he can put together a pretty mean bear head. No kidding. Yes, I, I get to give seminars. I used to be the president of our state association. Really? Our state taxidermist association. Well... I'm kind of known in the industry as the bear guy, uh-huh. you know, because nobody mm-hmm. likes to do them because you got to do all that extra stupid work to get them to fit. You know? right, right, yeah. And I crave that for some That's ungod- cool, man. godly reason. It's a niche. Yeah. But anyhow, I, with me doing the, the, as many bears as I do, I get asked to do a lot of seminars at the other state shows. Mm-hmm. No kidding. So we were at Nebraska last year, and I was given a bear rug seminar, mm-hmm. showing how to put the shells in the rug and how to cut them and, and all that right stuff, right? So I took over two bears. I was going to do an open mouth and a closed mouth, so I can show them how to do both. Yeah. Well, I like to talk, and people like to talk back. Well, you know, I got this two-hour seminar. I couldn't get through it to do both of them. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so I got the I got the open mouth done, right? So now we're over at our booth, and I've got the closed mouth laying over in the corner with the bear form that I had ready for it. And I'm standing there bullshitting these guys, and I watch them. They're looking over my shoulder, and I turn around, and there's my 7-year-old at the time, and he's stretching that, that head on that form. And he'd stretch and he put the eyes where they need to go. And he pulled them the mouth and the nose no where they need to go. And he put the ears where they need to go. And then he'd put it up and show everybody like I just did in the seminar. Right. Then he'd just tear it back apart and do it again. He sat over there for an hour and, and built probably six bears. No kidding. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, never put glue or eyes or nothing like that. So I thought, right. hmm, he really likes this, right? So yeah. this year, you know, our, we have – a yearly state association show and they've got a, a kids class yeah so i thought i'll let him do a bear rug and i had this old ugly ass bear that i <laughs> bought in years ago yeah and 
I just hacked it off at the back, and I was just going to do this rug shell and then just have him put a little bit of felt around it. Uh-huh. You know, he mounted that bear, and it's it's as good as a lot of professional no bear kidding. guys do. Yeah, and he's eight years old. Well, earlier when you were talking about, you know, being a world champion, maybe you can get that, and then he'll be the dude that follows you up. Or maybe he'll get it, and I can live it through his eyes. Well, that would be just as good. Oh, yeah, yeah for Like sure. I said, I, I might be past my prime, but. I don't think so, man. I think you're I think you're hurting yourself with that mindset a little uh, bit. Yeah. You're the you guy know, with the experience, I, you know? I've got a great buddy that is a world champion. He told me the same thing. If you say you can, you can. If you say you can't, you won't. Yeah, you, say, yeah. you, gotta you can get do that, it. you got to get that mentality changed you around. you got to say, I can, I can, I can, man. You got the bear experience, man. Well, I love him yeah. enough. I think you. I think I love you have the mindset and yeah. the experience and the knowledge to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, not let's pray. We you'll do it, man. I hope so. That'd be the ultimate goal. I wanted to be in Breakthrough Magazine. That was our, our big trade magazine. Yeah, and I made it twice last year. That's awesome. So man. I framed it. It's in the showroom. I remember Breakthrough Magazine from being at Mark's, helping him with taxidermy, yep. and being at Joe's it is class. The, it is the magazine. It's like the standard. It is the for it, taxidermy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's cool, man. Yeah, I made that thing twice last year. So damn, That's awesome. You, you got those like framed up somewhere? I do, right in my shop. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen them. I just yeah, looking at all the other taxidermy that I might have skimmed them. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's it's, awesome, man. Yeah, That's, it was cool. I was happy. Yeah, I, that's I was an ten, accomplishment. I was ten foot tall and bulletproof for a few days. Right? Yeah, I bet yeah. so, man. My wife got tired of me bragging. Hey, <laughs> you just have your grandkids do it for you. I know it. I know. See, this is my grandpa on this magazine. <laughs> <laughs> what's your that's grandpa? That's a good do? idea. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. What's yeah, what's your grandpa do? <laughs> Hopefully, he shoots them and brings them in <laughs> yeah. for my grandpa See, to mount them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you might. There's some marketing right there, man. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is marketing for sure. <laughs> yep. Well, man, I appreciate you coming in. I had a blast. This has been wonderful. I hope that you'll come back to podcast again. I will man. come back every week. Let's do a po- <laughs> every week. Let's do it every once week. a week. Let's do it. Replace. Oh yeah, you. before we before we sign off. But what I want to do before whitetail season starts, let's get you guys back in and talk whitetails. I'd love yep. to. So we got some big stuff getting ready to happen. Okay. I think me and you might have some big stuff to announce. Yeah, we can. We can we, hope. Let's wait a little bit. Yes, we'll hope. We're, we're working on some stuff. We Just are some stuff rolling. We do. Um. Yeah, whitetail episode on the docket. Yep. Um, maybe get Julian in on that one too. Get Julian. Julian's been on before. Isn't he yep. amazing? Great dude. He is a good dude. Great guy. That guy is so passionate he about taxidermy. Super passionate about it. It's cool. It. You know, and he's one of the nicest guys you've ever going to meet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He did my yep. meal, dear. Yep. Yep. You know, Julian has never said fuck. Wow. <laughs> really? No. He does not cuss. Mm. He does not. I'm trying to think. He didn't know that. I swear to God. He's very uh, like soft-spoken and very kind. I he's, don't see him as that type of dude, but... He's a gentle soul. He is a gentle soul. Yeah. 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 yeah he did a podcast with Mark Reif. We did a taxidermy collab yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it was cool to just kind of just hear them both chat about taxidermy. It was fun. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, we'll map that out. And then Johnny in here so has some grunt tubes. Oh, mine's in the, in the kitchen. But talk about it, man. Yeah, so with bourbon barrel calls... Um, the next kind of facet of that right now would be the whitetail grunt tube. Um, so it's also made from 100% good old Kentucky bourbon barrel lids as well, reclaimed wood. Um, and I brought uh, brought Eric and Kurt their own uh, their own bourbon barrel they call. Sound good, and they actually good. do sound pretty good. We'll uh, try it in the mic. Yeah, I think it sounded good. It does. Um, so, yeah, it's a um, pretty cool piece. Um, they're on the website right now. And um, there's a couple of pretty cool, exciting things happening with bourbon barrel calls. There's a there's a couple of other 
species of calls that are uh, being prototyped right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't primarily walk. These species fly. Mm -hmm. Um, So close enough. Okay. (laughs) As far as we're going to take it, huh? But but you're going to have to guess from there. Um, (laughs) uh, So there's there's that in the works. Um, There is a large retail box store. That bourbon barrel calls is going to be going into. Ooh, that's exciting! That's cool. yeah, Congratulations! Exciting. Thank you, thank you. Very I won't much. pry yet. I want to pry, but I won't. Yeah, um, John's been on the fence about this. I have been. It. it he uh, likes that. He likes that. I love the direct to consumer, and, yeah. and I really struggled with it. Uh, obviously, during the wicked days, I had a ton of you know products that were in in box stores nationally. And I wasn't really happy with it, you know. Really, nobody can sell your brand as good as you can sell your brand. Of course, right? yeah, it's true. And um, but just, you got to make a living. Yes, but you have to make a living. Yep. And I mean, you're giving up so many margins, you know, um, mm-hmm. as well. And sometimes it's almost like you're just turning over dollars. But nonetheless, this particular box store um, is very well respected. All of their stores legit. There are legit. They're nice. Uh, they're multi leveled. Uh, stores oh, a lot. Okay. Usually there's yep. an escalator. Yes. Uh, so um, <laughs> <laughs> only people who know will know. Yeah. Exactly. So um, so anyways, uh, that that is in in the works. UPC codes and all that process is is being started up. But um, yeah, um, got that going on and um, got a project. The I've talked about this last time with National Wild Turkey Federation. Mm-hmm. Um, that pro, that project is complete. So now we're just waiting on the promo cards to start inserting to the box. And then $5 from every call is in that collaborative project with Very White cool. Oak uh, Foundation and NWTF. Very so cool, that man. solidifies that. Um, trying to think what else we got. But, you know, check out the grunt tubes. They, they sound really cool. And like I said, it's a nice entry point. It's not like dropping 100 bucks, you know, on one of the turkey calls. Yeah. You can get into a grunt tube and still have, you know, some some reclaimed bourbon barrel wood. Hell, yeah. Uh, for you there. So, yeah. And they sound great, too, man. And there's, there's another piece, but I'm going to keep that one for bourbon barrel. Okay. Yeah, under wraps. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's lots of cool things. It's It's been pretty neat. So it's just been a cool, evolving project. Yeah, congratulations on the success and the big Thanks. deals. And uh, I'm glad we got to be a little sliver of that part. Heck yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, for it's sure. It's awesome to see it from the beginning to where you're at now, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it keeps it keeps changing. So, um, um, and you guys will, you guys grill out, I'm sure. Yeah, occasionally. Okay. All right, well. <laughs> I've got a little something coming for you next week to help your grilling flavors. Ooh, Ooh I like it. Hell yeah. I like where you're going here. Uh-huh. Man, you're I on like top it. of it, man. He is. Yeah. It's a you're, good, always, you're always fucking thinking. He's a thinking. guru. He's always you. thinking. Yeah. He is. I like it, man. Marketing yeah. brain. Marketing wage brain. Always. got it. You got to do it. You got to stay one step ahead, man. And like we talked about before, so much of this stuff is like right in front of your face. You just... People they yeah, want to go for the it. big piece and they're missing all that little piece right. where nobody else is. And right, it's fun. We just sit around, and just bounce ideas. Yeah, you know, it's cool. Yeah, it is do. cool. Yeah, and and Sam, you know, Sam has that big business history. Um, he gets so, it. Yeah, he gets it. Um, and, and you know, yeah, there's new technology out there, but it's not new principles. No. It's all the same old right. shit. It's yeah. just a new way of doing it. Right, for sure. Yeah. Well, people don't understand even. Even any small business, you got to be spending, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten percent for your advertising budget. Yeah, yep. you know, to maintain. So, yeah, for 15 sure. Fifteen, if you want to be aggressive. Yeah. So I mean, you know, people don't want to do that, and they wonder why they don't have any money. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, you got to spend it to make it. Yeah. For sure. You know, 
That's the thing. And that's the cool thing with us is like the power of podcasts are, it's hot right now. And mm-hmm. so it works, but you know, we also got to think about that too. Yeah. From our and have you guys, um, I know bourbon barrel is, uh, donating some, some calls and stuff for the shoot. Yep. Yep. This might air after the shoot by the time, but, oh, okay. um, but if you're at the well, shoot, congratulations to the winner. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Perfect. It's the, the beauty of podcast life. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. Um, you, yeah. I, I was pulling for you the whole time. Actually, <laughs> there you go. I knew you were going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> then you can buy, uh, the burn barrel calls at workingclassbowhunter.com. Yes, we you can. Offer yeah. And you can get it well, with our logo on them because yeah. we're yeah. awesome and you want one. So. Yeah, so we've got both uh, both models. Uh, well, we have the Antler Mike logo and then we have the big WCB yeah. uh, as well. So you can choose. Uh, I like both. I know. I, I like both. Uh, the <laughs> Antler Mike one has been the more popular. Yeah. That logo there has been. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, has, been, has been more popular. It's been the hotter hotter sale but yeah they're i mean they're both cool ass logos but yeah we've done we've done a a decent amount for you guys yeah yeah you've sold a lot of those calls yeah yeah we um, uh we passed um i've got call number 510 uh that shipped out today pretty awesome 510 of those things since november yeah that's incredible man you build every one of them yeah yeah every 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 single one every single piece has literally been assembled by me dang the hands of john mr utah if my wife could talk. If, if my wife only knew what she's missing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. That's well, hey, you're not wrong. Yeah. Well, man, it's awesome to see. What's well, it's cool to have both you guys in here at, on the same podcast. It, it makes sense, right? Yeah. You, you guys are a team. We're all we a team are now. Team. Yeah. Yes. So, we all are. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. We appreciate you. I mean, yes. the shout outs you guys do are just amazing. Yeah. Thanks for not making me look like a dick by <laughs> suggesting you guys. We could have screwed John over real fast. That's that's a good point. We tried to pull it through on the deal. Yeah. But no, man. We. I mean, it, to us, it makes sense, and I'm I'm looking forward to the future and rolling this into more hev- heavy involvement. You know. Yeah. So, sure. But we do appreciate you guys coming out to the studio. I know it's it's tough to get in here sometimes. Just schedules are tough to map out. But I'm glad yeah. we finally got it done. And yeah. Heck yeah. So it's What's, like once you do it, they're easier now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, now you actually want to make the drive and come back up oh, and have yeah. a podcast. Well, it's, it's fun. I mean, <laughs> it is fun. Yeah. I'm a people person. Sam's a people person. You guys, you know, yep. like it, it makes more sense having everybody together like that. And I'm kind of uh, shy. I don't like to talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, I can, I can tell by how bashful you were from when we started the podcast. Right. <laughs> Which it's always like a thing of concern. Like when you have a new guest, you're like, uh, it's going to take them a minute, but some people just take yeah. it and run. You Sam's know? like, no, I think I got bear dick. Yeah. <laughs> bear dicks? Bear dicks. Got this. He thought got about it. the whole way here. I just want to bring up bear dick. <laughs> Give me the ball. Give me the ball. I'll run with that son of a bitch. Oh, man. Awesome. But no, I, like I said earlier, in all seriousness, if anybody is still sitting on some turkeys, get those turkeys out of the freezer. Get them over to Old Barn. I uh, got the 975 special. Yep, yep. That either comes with your choice of a limb or you can get it with uh, a habitat base. Habitat so you can base. put it on your own pedestal or just set it on a table, whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. Uh, but that's Kitchen a full, table. Yeah. And our, a, and our turkeys are freaking incredible. Oh, they yeah. are nice. It's man. unbelievable. Tim, Tim yeah. is just crushing Tim's. it in there. Cameron um, Tanks got one there. He dropped it yep. off at uh, one of your outposts at R and R. Yep. And basically, he didn't have to drive to Fort Madison, Iowa, which he was no. happy about. Yeah. You know that that outpost thing works good. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it's super convenient. We, you know, with me being in hunting camps everywhere, I've made great friendships all over the mm-hmm. Midwest. You know, and all those guys want to use us, so mm-hmm. you know, we can we can accommodate a lot of. People you know, I'm gonna say it. We're talking about it. We're trying to see if that if I could be. The studio, the podcast studio, could be an outpost for Old Barn. 
Yeah. Um, I might as well just say we're talking let's, about it. Let's talk. We got to see if it's going to work, you know. Yes. I think um, it will. I think it'll be huge for us. Yeah. And plus, you know, I'm in the middle of big buck country here. So, yeah. plus your score. Yeah. And you love to handle deer. Mm hmm. I mean, it's just a fit. It makes, yeah. it, it makes sense if you think about yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. could drop your stuff off with Kurt, oh. get it scored. Huge. It goes into a freezer and then it gets, yep. you know, taken over to Old Barn, yep. you know, for the, for the mount. So, yep. it's huge. Yeah. Makes we sense. deliver back here. Yeah. You know, that way that, you know, they can come and pick it up and. Yeah. You know, plus I can get you out of that job. You're working a job. Hey, <laughs> let's talk about it, man. There's some bears I got to kill, huh? <laughs> We're moving that direction. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, man. I'm up for it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right. That, let's close her out right there. That's a perfect spot to that close it beautiful. out. Absolutely. Hopefully my boss doesn't listen to the full episodes. Um, I if he does, I will. Yeah, he knows, man. <laughs> this is my two-week notice. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Sorry, Don. Uh, you got no, it. He gets it, man. You do have to make your announcement. If and when that day comes, you have to make it on the podcast. <laughs> just, 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 see? just go to work yeah. and be like, hey, you got to listen to this episode real quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I recorded something for you. <laughs> email him through I, my John here email. I just called, I called I, Call your name out on the podcast. Just listen to it. <laughs> you might want to listen. To it. I kind of, I kind of want to be here that day too. Well, if it ever gets to that point, we'll do it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, burning bridges. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. <laughs>